The following is a Dallin Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio. Our coverage of Dallin Catholic High School Sports is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Mercy One, and Skeffington's Formalware. Thank you for supporting Dallin Catholic Sports on Iowa Catholic Radio. And a very pleasant good evening and welcome to the Dallin Catholic High School Gymnasium as we get set for our final Friday night girls and boys basketball doubleheader in Class 5A girls, Class 4A boys, the Central Iowa Metro League, and it's uh, Dowling and Urbandale for the second time on this. Uh, it was a sunny day here in Central Iowa, 35 degrees. We didn't get the you know, 6 to 10 inches of snow Eastern Iowa did. Nothing to shovel off. We're in good shape, and it's the final Friday doubleheader of the regular season. Mark Amadale now joined by Scott Babinett for the girls' game and uh, Jimmy Cataldo for the boys' game. We also are simulcasting tonight's broadcast on the Central Iowa Central Iowa Sports Network, CISN.TV. So you're doing the live stream and the radio, and Scott Babinette, welcome. Thank you. I, I think they're calling this heat wave we're having a uh, full spring right now. Maybe for the second or three winners, I guess. <laughs> well, well <laughs> I'll take it. No, nonetheless, we all will. Anytime it's above freezing as much as possible, we're, we all got to like that. But uh, tonight it's Dowling and Urbandale here on CISN and Iowa Catholic Radio, the second time for both teams. Uh, the Maroons uh, swept the doubleheader to start the year off. I believe that first week of uh, 2023, Dowling winning at Urbadale, and now the two teams meet the second time around the CIML. And uh, both teams in the girls' side have gotten their postseason assignments. Uh, the boys will come out on Monday for classes 3A and 4A, but, uh, you know, this is a game, well, everybody knows their brackets. Everybody's advancing to the postseason the girls' side. And, Scott, now you're just playing to get better, maybe work on a few things, and maybe give your opponents something to scout if they happen to select this game uh, based on their scouting. They get to select three games from the, right. the huddle that the uh, – uh, games are all taped on, and uh, maybe give your opponent something extra to think about. Maybe. We'll, we'll see what happens tonight. I think uh, Dowling will see a lot of zone from Urbandale tonight, so they'll get to work on what, you know, in the seven years I've been around, has been an Achilles heel going against zone defenses, moving the ball, because uh, Dowling likes to get up and down the court a lot and move the ball fast, and the zone sometimes slows them down. They've done a lot better job this second half of the season. I know when we had Urbandale earlier this year, that game didn't quite go how we thought it would go, and there are a lot of turnovers. I think between the two teams, there are 43 turnovers, so there are more turnovers than there were field goals in the game, and so that was kind of a choppy game. So hopefully both teams are a lot sharper tonight. Yeah, we'll see. It's you know it's always interesting playing a team twice, what the new wrinkles are, what the lineups have been, maybe the rotations have changed. I know for Dowling it's pretty simple. The Maroons have a 10-player uh, ten players on their roster on the girls' side, and they uh, play six, seven, uh, seven players in their rotation. So there's really not a whole lot to add to, to what they do. I mean, for Urbandale, they're just kind of trying to find their way. Uh, you know, I'll tell you what, and I told Coach Criswell this, Greg Criswell in his first year uh, at Urbandale taking over uh, this year. Uh, their record's 5-16. and 16. That can be deceiving. It's just building the program, and this is the first year of the building blocks, and he and his daughter, who uh, has come to help him, Mariah Criswell, played for Northern Iowa and for Winterset, and Darian Garrison Nickerson, who also played for Northern Iowa. That's what they're trying to put together at Urbandale. So they kind to regroup their program, but they got a lot of building blocks, and they have a first-round home game in the postseason this coming uh, 
Wednesday night when the girls' regionals get underway with first-round coverage, Marshalltown at Urbandale, and they have a very winnable game uh, before that winner meets uh, goes to Centennial on uh, Saturday, February 18th. So you like what they're building at Urbandale with the Criswells. You do, and, and you know, series-wise, you're looking on varsity bound or whatever. Dowling has dominated this matchup, but I don't know. In the seven years I've been around, Urbandale's always put up a great fight, and it's it's so you don't take anything for granted. The, the kids there play always so hard and make it difficult, and that's a credit to them. And they just need consistency to keep, you know, they've had several coaches in the years, and so it's hard to build a program when you keep uh, changing coaches. So hopefully this is a good building block for them. They've got a winnable game coming on Tuesday, a uh, rematch of a game they won earlier this year. And so uh, they want to sharpen up, obviously, and get ready for that and then move into, I think, they're in the bracket with Ankeny Centennial, so they're a tough bracket, but, you know, you're preparing for your future. That's correct. And, and for Dowling Catholic, you mentioned the, uh, the series with Urbandale, which uh, dates back to 2006. Dowling, 30 wins, two losses against Urbandale during that time. And right now, the Maroons have a 25-game winning streak against the uh, Jayhawks. Uh, Maroons haven't lost since February of 2010, which... My, my uh, addition and subtraction, that's 13 years yeah. uh, this month. So you, you, for the Maroons, they want to keep doing what they're doing, and that is playing tremendous defense. And it might have been the wake-up call. The first game after the uh, uh, of the new year, Dowling and Urbandale at Urbandale. Urbandale had the lead at Dowling at halftime, right. and then Dowling came back and, and won that contest 52-33 to 33 at Urbandale. But that might have been a wake-up call, but the Maroons were really looking to kind of hone their defense in. They were the – third from the bottom in defense for the month of November and December, but Dowling's defense, well, that has taken to higher places. They have now won a uh, 12 in a row, and uh, into, into tonight's uh, CIML conference game, Maroons right. have won 12 in a row during that stretch, and they, that has propelled their defense along with their offense. Right, and in that first game against Herbendale, there was just it was such a choppy game. So many turnovers. You don't get back on defense, you know, the way you want. It's you know, you're, you're turning the ball over. You get the ball. You turn it back over. It's so choppy. Nobody gets in a flow. And that's one of the things Dowling's done. When they get cooking, they're they're not turning the ball over. They're getting the ball up. They're beating the defense down court and getting easy shots. All right, we're going to take a break here on our pregame show. Mark Amadale, Scott Babinette here at the Dowling Gym, the final girl-boy doubleheader on a Friday night for the 2022-23 season. Our uh, Central Iowa Sports Network uh, crew, we want to recognize them, Pete Tarpey along with Jose Guzman, our TV producer, and Aaron Bandy, our video photographer. So we appreciate them behind us. And, of course, the one and only Jennifer Phelps back at Iowa Catholic Radio producing the radio side. We'll take a break, come back with starting lineups and more pregame from the Dowling Gym. It's Dowling and Urbandale on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network and CISN. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app at iowacatholicradio.com. for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. CPCustomHomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day. 
with people like you. Hi, I'm Megs Howes at St. Teresa Catholic Church in Des Moines, Iowa. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. And welcome back to the Dowling Catholic Gym here in our pregame show. Dowling and Urbanville tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network. Let's take a look at tonight's games across the uh, Central Iowa Metro League. These are all girl-boy doubleheaders. Our other game on CISN tonight has the Valley Tigers at Ankeny. And again, they'll be tipping off right around 6.15 for the girls' game, the boys to follow. Southeast Polks at Johnston, Ankeny Centennial at Waukee Northwest. Waukee has a bye tonight, both the Waukee girls and boys. You may see a coach in the stands from those uh, two teams. In the Iowa Alliance Conference, Hoover is at North, Ottumwa is at East, Lincoln at Roosevelt, Mason City at Ames, East Waterloo at Marshalltown, and a boys-only game, Sioux City West is at Fort Dodge. That'll get underway at 745, and a bye tonight, the Fort Dodge girls. Now tomorrow, CISN has a matchup over at the Valley Gymnasium, Valley Fieldhouse, It'll be a doubleheader beginning at 1 o'clock. It'll be a boys-only contest. A 1 o'clock game has number one Cedar Rapids-Kennedy taking on number four Valley. And, again, that'll be on CISN, a Class 4A matchup. And that'll be followed by the 2.30 game between Linmar of Marion and Ankeny. That'll also be at Valley's Gymnasium, Valley uh, Fieldhouse, also on CISN. So the guys behind us, they got to pack up their uh, stuff and uh, go across down 2X on the interstate and get ready for tomorrow. Yeah. How about, that's quite a matchup, I would say. Yeah, it'll be a fun matchup for them tomorrow. And, and so, yeah, I mean, they do such a good job of putting great games on, yeah. on for us to see. Girls' only game tomorrow has Waukee Northwest traveling to City High of Iowa City. That begins at 4.30, girls' only contest. Chris Guess has to get his 21st game in in Iowa City. I, I hand it to him. <laughs> uh, boys' only contest tomorrow has Council Bluffs Abraham Lincoln in Des Moines taking on Des Moines Lincoln. That will be at 4.30 at the Roundhouse in Lincoln. So that's a look at the schedule. Let's take a look at tonight's starting lineup before we go to break. And we'll start with the visitors from Urbandale. The Jayhawks come in with a record of 5-16 and 16 under first-year head coach Greg Criswell. He's assisted by Mariah Criswell, Darian Garrison-Nickerson, Mark Bethke, Annika Della Vidora and Ty Sharon, their assistant coaching staff. The uh, Jayhawks come in averaging 38 points on offense, give up 52.6 points on defense. They'll start this lineup at point card number one, Devin Carlisle, 5'3", sophomore, averaging seven points. She'll wear number one. And the second guard is Taylor Mulligan, a 5'9", junior, averaging five and a half points. Leads the team with 40 steals, and Mulligan will wear number three. The third guard is Maria Long, a 5'9", senior, averaging four points. And she'll wear number 21. And the fourth guard is Bree Tiggis, 5'8", junior, averaging just under five points. And she'll wear number 25. And at forward, Dharma Woodruff, Woodruff, a 5'10", senior, averaging three and a half rebounds. She'll wear number 24. So it'll be Carlisle, Mulligan, Long, and Tiggis, and Woodruff, the five starters for the Jayhawks. And now for Dowling Catholic, the home team of the scoreboard. They have two seniors on this senior night. They'll recognize the seniors tonight between games. The head coach is Kristen Meyer in her seventh year at Dowling. 121 wins, 37 losses. Assisted by Joel Danner and Audrey Faber. And the Maroons will start this lineup at one guard. 
The point guard is Ava Zedeker, 5'10", sophomore, averaging 20.5 points, 3.5 assists, leads the team in both categories, and with 36 made threes, she'll wear number 13. The other guard is Layla Tritton, 5'8", sophomore, averaging 7 points. The third guard is one of the seniors, Julia Moore, 5'6", senior, averaging 7.5 points. She'll wear number 21. At one forward for Dowling, Ellie Olson, 5'10", sophomore. She'll wear number 5. And the other forward is Lauren Frericks, a 5'10", senior, averaging 6 points, 2.5 rebounds, and she'll wear number 25. So it'll be Zedeker, Tritton, Moore, the three guards for Dowling with Olson and Frericks. The head coach is Kristen Meyer, I mentioned, in her seventh year. Dowling comes in averaging 56.5 points on offense, 45.5 points on defense. They're ranked fourth in Class 5A with a 15-4 record, and they come in on a 12-game winning streak. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we will have the tip-off between Dowling and Urbandale here at the Dowling Gym. But first, a word from Dr. Dan Ryan, the president of Dowling Catholic High School, and our pregame prayer from Father Reed Flood, Mark Amadale, Scott Babinot, tip-off coming up here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network and CISN. Hi, this is Dr. Dan Ryan, president of Dowling Catholic High School, and welcome to another season of exciting Dowling High School basketball. We are proud to be partners with Iowa Catholic Radio, not only broadcasting basketball, but also being partners in preparing Christ-centered leaders for life. Go Maroons! Hello, my name is Father Reed Flood. Let us pray together for the coaches, players, and trainers for this athletic competition this evening. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all your gifts. We ask that you bless all those involved in this athletic competition this evening. We ask that you keep them safe, and that they show good sportsmanship. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. St. Sebastian, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app at iowacatholicradio.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742. Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hello, this is Father Dave Fleming from the Diocese of Des Moines. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. Welcome back to the Dowling Catholic Gym. Alongside Scott Babinette, I'm Mark Amadale. We're set for Dowling girls and boys basketball tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio. And, of course, the folks from the Central Iowa Sports Network, the final Friday night doubleheader of the regular season. Tomorrow, the Dowling girls and boys teams travel to Ames. Girls will get underway at 1230 and the boys game to follow around 2 o'clock. So that will be the final regular season game for 
in the uh, girls' competition. Dowling Boys next week will be at Des Moines Lincoln on Tuesday night. And our next broadcast here on Iowa Catholic Radio will be Thursday night as Dowling hosts number seven, Norwalk. And that will be their final regular season game next Thursday. And then, of course, the Dowling girls move on, and their postseason begins as uh, the Dowling girls will host uh, the winner of Sioux City North and Sioux City West uh, next Saturday here at the Dowling Gym at 7 o'clock. So people keep track. we got regular season and then the postseason, Scott. So You'll be busier than I am over this next week. (laughs) You're going to be along with me in one of them. That will be a week from Saturday. Team's out in the court right now. That is Dowling in the home white uniforms. They'll be going right to left if you're watching on the live stream on CISN. White uniforms, maroon numbers and letters, and trim. And Dowling wins a tip. They go right to left, and they'll face that 1-3-1 Urbandale zone defense. The Jayhawks in their blue road uniforms. They look underneath, and a shot up and good by Lauren Frerichs on a nice pass from the perimeter. That was great. There was misdirection on the baseline cut by Zedeker cutting through the defense, and uh, they went with her and left Frerichs wide open. Dowling on the other end playing defense. They stay man-to-man. Jayhawks have it. Devin Carlisle, Taylor Mulligan, Maria Long, Bree Tiggis, and Dharma Woodruff get the start tonight for the Jayhawkers. Long down the lane, layup up, too strong, no good. Rebound Dowling and Tritton. Good look at the, good look at the basket that time. Great execution by Urbandale, just didn't finish. They drop back into their 1-3-1 zone. Yeah, again, patience could be one of the things to watch tonight. Now a corner three, <laughs> and good by Lauren Frerich. She's got all five of Dowling's points, and she didn't score Tuesday night, believe it or not, against the Waukee Northwest. And she has the ability to do that. I I just think this year she's focused so much on her interior defense and been a focus uh, to help the team uh, excel. A shot in the lane, no good by Woodruff of Urbandale. Woodruff, the 5'10 senior, one of four seniors on this Urbandale team. And Dowling with the rebound. 5 nothing Maroons as we're underway here in the first quarter from the Dowling Gym. Now they work on the Furrich. Backdoor cut Olsen. Leads in the corner for more. For three, it's no good. Rebound Zedeker. And she danced along the baseline to save it. And the Maroons will reset with the shot clock down to 10. All right, here's more on the other baseline. The ball knocked out of bounds by Woodruff on great rotation that time by Dharma. Out of bounds to the Maroons with five on the shot clock. They're going to try to set up Zedeker coming off some kind of screen here, you'd think. All right, Moore inbounds it. Gets to Tritton for three left wing. It's off the mark, no good. Rebound Moore as the shot clock resets. Now here's Zedeker with it on the left baseline. Tries to drive baseline against Long. Can't do it. Now double team. And gets it out to Tritton. Layla, a skip pass over. Now Moore in the corner. Julia for three. Good. Julia Moore. Didn't she do that earlier in the possession and missed it, Scott? She did. She, <laughs> earlier she missed everything. But, you know, that's they did a good job of reversing the ball there, and it creates open shots. And traditionally Dowling's been really anxious to get zones and trying to get the shot up way too early, and this time they were really patient. 8 nothing Dowling here in this girls' contest from the Dowling Gym in Class 5A. Here's a pull-up jumper. No good by Carlisle, and a rebound out to Dowling. Outlet pass goes to... Olsen over to Zedeker, dribbles baseline, can't get the shot off. Now in the corner it goes, and the ball tipped out of bounds off of Urbandale. The Maroons will inbound the ball as the Jayhawks will inbound the ball, or will go back to a man-to-man defense. Again for the Jayhawks, Tiggis, Woodruff, 
Long, Mulligan, and Carlisle, the five and the four. For Dowling, their normal starters. Zedeker, Tritton, and Moore, the three guards, with Ellie Olson and Lauren Frericks on the baseline. And now we're going to stoppage here. I think the officials want to get everything set as far as Fox shot clock. Oh, there's stop. And they're going to try to get that all reset here. 5.03 to go here in the first quarter. Dowling leading 8 nothing. And tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic, construction professionals, and dental associates. Of course, our folks with the Central Iowa Sports Network, CISN, have their supporters. So when you see those go across your screen, when you stop in, tell them you heard the game and saw the game on CISN and Iowa Catholic Radio. Now we've got a officials timeout, and when the girls are standing, I know it's not going to be more than a minute, but I say that, and it could be. <laughs> Yeah, sorry for the interruption earlier there. As old coaches have it, the whistle blows. I look for the clock. Is it stopping? And it was still going. Up. So now it's going back up. Right now. Scott, you mentioned, uh, I was gonna, I know you want to give the numbers, but you were mentioning a little bit about uh, the, uh, on the pregame show. What are some of the keys that you see tonight? I know we had to get right through things. They want to start things early tonight right. here at Dowling with the, with the uh, senior night. Yeah, I, initially I was wondering how uh, Urbandale's zone would affect Dowling. I think in the first game it affected them uh, in, a, in a bad way. Dowling it was did. just too rushed. That, so, obviously, Dowling's handling it better this game. Uh, I was wondering if Dowling would settle for threes or if they'd move it to get a better shot. And they're, they're obviously executing that well. And how were both teams going to come into it? I, that first game was so sloppy, and we, we did mention that. And uh, it's a little bit better. Uh, it's a well-played game. Both teams are getting – Urbandale's gotten a couple drives, and they just missed a shot. So, uh, both teams are playing better right yeah, Long now. got that good look in the first shot of the game by Urbandale, but just couldn't get the shot to fall. And I don't know if they – I don't know what that was all about. They didn't put anything on the shot clock, I think. It's 25 seconds in the shot clock. Dowling will inbound the ball. 5.20 left to go first quarter. And the Maroons lead at 8-0. So I'm not sure what that was all about. But the officials in the scores table, other than the shot clock buzzer went off twice when it didn't need to, but – I don't know if that had anything to do with it. We're underway. Dowling works underneath to Moore. Layup good. Julia Moore. Maroon's working the ball on the perimeter nicely. And Julia with her fifth point. So she and her teammate, two seniors, Lauren Ferricks, both have ten or uh, all ten of Dowling's points, there five each. That's what you want in senior, senior night, night, right? And they're the only two seniors on the Dowling girls yeah. team. Underneath the shot up and no good. Good dribble drive that time by Bree Tigas. Draws the foul and she'll go to the free throw line as Ellie Olson will pick up the first Dowling foul of the night. And uh, Tigus, pretty good athlete at Urbandale, track and softball. I thought I saw her out there playing shortstop this summer. I, you, you see, and you get a chance to visit with some of these young ladies. You don't recognize them with their ball cap on, helmets right. and all that. But Tigus is one of them, and she hits the first free throw, a 75% free throw shooter on the air. And it's 10-1 to 1 now, Dowling with the lead over Urbandale. Second one on the way, off the back iron, no good. Zedeker with the rebound. Again, Dowling comes in, their record 15 and 4. They won 11 in, or 12 in a row, excuse me, coming in. The Jayhawks come in. They've lost six of their last seven games, but they've won their last two. Dowling with a nine point lead here. Moore underneath, can't get a shot off. Now she reverses the uh, ball. There's Heller in the lineup, as is Muller. So Dowling with a pair of substitutions. Ellie Muller, the 6'1 freshman, wearing number 43. And Marin Heller, number 11, the 5'3 sophomore in there. Four on the shot clock. Tritton shot block. Muller into her hands. Shot clock violation against Dowling. But 
Since Herberdale has it, they won't stop play, and the Jayhawks have it with Bree Tiggis. Yeah, Lauren got caught. Uh, Lauren uh, Ferris got caught there with a late shot, and they got the block there. So the Maroons go to their rotation as Ellie Olson sits down. And Dowling's doing a good job of moving the ball. They just probably need to look for their shot. You know, we've, they're overpatient that time. And uh, if they rotate through the high post and, and reverse the ball, they'll, they'll find lanes just open up so much for them. All right, the Maroons with the basketball. Zedeker dribble handoff to Heller to Julia Moore with it. Got Marins going right to left on your screen and right and left in front of us. We're right behind the scorer's table near the floor. Zedeker with it. Good defense by Urbandale in the 1-3-1. Heller on the baseline cut off nicely. 15 on the shot clock. Here's Frerichs with it. Leaves it for Moeller. She's almost triple team. Gets it out to Heller. In the corner to Zedeker for three. Up and it's short. And Moeller with the offensive rebound and putback up and in. Ellie Moeller shoots and scores. One of the first subs off the bench for Dowling. That, that reach across to get that rebound. <laughs> she just stayed in place. Yeah, good when, job by when, her. When you're 6-1, and I think Urbandale's tallest defender is Woodworth at 5-10, you can do that. And now here's Mulligan with it in the lane. Shot too strong off the glass. No good. Rebound, Frerichs, as the Maroons now set to get uh, Tritton back in. Here is Frerichs for three up and no good. Rebound, Urbandale, and a whistle and a foul as Ella Tabakovic, who just checked in, grabs a rebound, a foul on Dowling. That'll be on Julia Moore, her first. That was a good job by Urbandale to get back quickly on defense because Dowling wants to rebound and go uh, because it helps their offense not getting stuck going against that zone so much. So they can get out and get some easy baskets, but that was a good get back by Urbandale. So Tritton and Olsen back into the Dowling lineup. Sitting down will be Julia Moore. And Ava Zedeker as the Maroons go with their rotation. Now a backdoor cut and a pass that time from Lauren Salmon, 5'6 sophomore who checked in number 20, goes errant and out of bounds to Dowling. Maroons lead it 12-1. 11-point lead for Dowling early here in the first quarter with two and a half minutes left to play. Our officials tonight, Michael Cayley, Mark Flegel, and Matt Roberts with us. Dowling with the ball is... 20 on the shot clock. Here is Frerichs with it. Top of the circle against Urbandale's 1-3-1. Tries to bounce underneath the Heller, and it's poked away nicely by Maddie Stutler, who's in there. Dowling re regains it. 10 on the shot clock. Dribble and baseline is Tritton, and she draws the foul. Let's see if this is on Stutler. Nope, it'll be on Tabakovic. Ella Tabakovic with the first foul for Urbandale tonight. Dowling with two team fouls. Urbandale with one with 2.09 to play in the first quarter. Urbandale's doing a good job when Dowling's trying to drive on that baseline, uh, stopping that, and Stonewall and make them kick back out. Maroons are doing a good job of finding that hole in the, the Urbandale's own defense. They've got to yeah. be patient to do that, as you talked about, right. and they are. Here's Muller with it. Right lane, now underneath to Olsen. Her shot with the left hand, good. Hey, how about that? Muller found the cutter. Olsen for the basket. Ellie with her first two points, and it's 14-1 to Dowling by 13. Again, between games tonight, we'll have this on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN Senior Night Introductions between the girls and boys teams here at Dowling Catholic. The uh, six boys seniors, the two Dowling girls seniors, along with the support staff will be recognized, and a whistle and a foul on Layla Tritton. That's her first. Frerichs will check out for Dowling. Zedeker back in, and we've got a 30-second timeout called by Urbandale and head coach Greg Criswell in his first year. We'll keep it here. 
Dowling 14, Urbandale 1. Minute 39 left to go here in the first quarter. Skeffington's former wear, the Catholic Tuition Organization, and Mercy One are our Iowa Catholic radio sponsors. And uh, Coach Babinat, what are your thoughts thus far? Well, so far, you're talking about uh, Dowling doing a good job of looking to the inside on that zone. So much of it's about timing, too, that post player flashing. Sometimes the girls are going to a definite spot, but there's a defender there. It's almost go to the empty spot there and catch it and reverse it. That time I thought Ellie was going to keep it same-sided, and she she hesitated, and then then Ellie Olson cut in behind her for that layup. And so that's kind of what uh, we're talking about. You have to handle that zone and be patient. And you know, a lot of times you say it like this: you go slow to go fast because you become more efficient when you're making the right plays and uh, getting good shots. Didn't John Wooden said, "Be quick, but not in a hurry." That's right. <laughs> Didn't know if that applied. It does. Still, <laughs> Urban Dill. He inbounds, had a lot of good things. He did. <laughs> Maria Long inbounds the ball, and the Jayhawks have it. This is Taylor Mulligan, and now we got a five-second call against Mulligan. I wish that's a call. I wish they'd throw out because we have the the shot clock now in, in basketball. They haven't done that at the Federation, but it, you know no. you've got to make an attempt to go towards the basket. Right. And that time Mulligan did not, and she has called for the five-second call. But throw that rule out, folks. If anybody's <laughs> listening to the Federation, we already got 35-second shot lock. They can hold it as long as they want for 35 seconds, well, in my humble opinion. It did take a lot of years to get the shot clock, though. So. That's right. It did. And Oklahoma sure could have used yeah. it the other night with their high oh, school game. And uh, now Dowling with the ball. Moore pass. Because deflected out of bounds. Good defense by the Jayhawks. Minute 16 to go here in the first quarter. 14-1 to Dowling here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. We'll have the doubleheader tonight, the final doubleheader on a Friday night. Everybody after this goes their separate way with uh, boys' regular season. We'll come to an end next uh, week. We'll have the Dowling Boys' final game next Thursday in Iowa Catholic Radio as they host 7th-ranked Norwalk here. 6.30 tip-off, 6.15 will go on the air Thursday night. That will be our next broadcast on Iowa Catholic Radio. But tomorrow, Dowling girls and boys traveling to Ames for a girl-boy doubleheader. 12.30 at the Ames Harrison Barnes gym, brand new. And now corner three by Tritton, no good for Dowling. Fight for the rebound, and here comes Zedeker out of nowhere, and the Maroons get a brand new shot clock with under a minute to play. <laughs> and, and a lot of people, for out-of-state uh, listeners, uh, they don't, or viewers, they don't understand the difference of Iowa for other states. They have two separate, separate uh, unions for their, right. their athletic teams. Two, two separate entities that run one, the Iowa Girls Athletic Union runs the girls' side, and the boys' association runs all the boys' events, so they are separate. Like the 48 other states that I know of, 48 at least, have it under one umbrella. So, yep. All right, 15 on the shot clock. Dowling playing catch on the perimeter. Here's Zedeker with it. Picks up her dribble. Underneath tries to get it to Olsen. It's poked away by Maria Long and stolen away by Urbandale. Jayhawks with it in the front court. This is Mulligan down the lane. Her shot up and partially blocked out of bounds by Olsen with eight seconds remaining. Shot clock turned off. And the Jayhawks will inbound the ball. Oh, they say it went off of uh, Urbandale. Must have came down on her uh, foot as she was out of bounds after it with a block. I did not see that. I looked back. I marked the, <laughs> they're getting the ball back. I did too. <laughs> So it must have. All right, Dowling with the ball. Here's Zedeker, double team. Skip pass over to Frerichs. Can't handle the throw, and that's how the first quarter will end with the score. Dowling Catholic, 14, Urbandale, 1. Alongside Scott Babinett, I'm Mark Amadale. Our thanks to the CISN crew tonight, and, of course, Jennifer Phelps at Iowa Catholic Radio. We'll return to the Dowling gym after this one-minute break on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. 
This is a Young Catholic Minute. What's wrong with girl watching? God made them pretty on purpose, right? Yes, he definitely did, because he wants us to be attracted to them, attracted enough to love them, to enter into marriage, and to give up our lives for them. But is that what girl watching is? Nope. You know what it is? <laughs> yep. Girl watching is a sure ticket to never really becoming a man. Real men love heroically, with commitment and sacrifice. And when they see true beauty, they serve it. They don't try to make it serve them. What if Aragorn and Lord of the Rings had gone chasing after that blonde girl? Or maybe just for a little while. No, Aragorn knew that even a little girl watching would make him a boy and prevent him from doing the manly tasks before him. The ring would never have gotten destroyed, he'd never be king, and he'd never marry his queen. For more, go to youtube.com slash youngcatholic. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym as we start the second quarter. Urbandale will have the basketball first as Devin Carlisle throws it in. Jayhawks in their home, or rather road. Blue uniforms with a red and white trim. And uh, Jayhawks now. Tiggis with it on the left side. Drives to the basket. Shot up and no good. Rebound Zedeker and Dowling. Maroons lead it 14-1. to As the Jayhawks' only basket was at the free throw line. Only point, rather, was at the free throw line where they went one for two in the first quarter. And we have two free throws. As Long picks up the foul for Urbandale. And free throws coming. So Maria Long picks up the first Urbandale foul. They went foulless in the first quarter. And now they picked up their first. Zedeker at the line here, Scott. Yeah. There's a, it was very uh, quiet. For, uh, fast, first, I'm sorry here. I'm stumbling everywhere. Uh, it was a quick first quarter. They let the teams play and very few fouls and better flow of the game. First free throw up and good by Zedeker. Second one on the way. Good. Zedeker, an 86% free throw shooter, didn't have her best night Tuesday night. I think she missed three. Yeah, that was uh, out of character. Over at uh, Waukee Northwest on Tuesday and Dowling's win. Dowling girls come in winning 12 in a row. Their record 15-4 and four if you joined us late. Jayhawks underneath and a shot off the glass up and good. Power move in there by Reed Tigges. That's her first make of the game. Yes, it is. So she has two points. I believe Woodruff has the other point for the uh, check that long has the other points for uh, Urbandale. And Dowling now has a ball. I tell you what, we've had more more balls slapped out of bounds by uh, in this offensive end for Dowling. Urbandale's getting a hand on the ball at times. They are good deflections. That's a I know on huddle. That's one of those stats they keep is deflections and means you're active. So Tiggis with all three of Urbandale's points. Dowling with the ball. Corner three now by Tritton up and no good. Offensive rebound. Olsen gets it out to Moore. Wins are back to their starting five. Here's Zedeker at the free throw line. Can't get off a shot. Now they're going to call a pushing foul on Urbandale and Bree Tiggis. That'll be her first. Moving back to their original starting five. Zedeker, Tritton, Moore, the three guards with Frerichs and Olsen in the posts. And head coach Kristen Meyer, seventh year at Dowling Catholic. Moore inbounds the ball. It gets inside to Frerichs, and it's poked away from behind by Maria Long. Ball loose on the floor, and Ur- Urbandale picks it up as Heller and Moeller set to check in. And now Urbandale gets inside, and a shot up and good. 
Yeah, it's one of those things you got to get back and you got to cut off that drive there defensively. The coaches will not like that they gave up that simple drive there. Taylor Mulligan shoots and scores. Now we got a whistle and a foul on down. They're going to get Olsen with her second foul. So Ellie, I think, will come out of the lineup with this rotation as Muller and Heller check in. Tritton and Olsen will check out, but Ellie Olsen with two fouls, and she may be on the bench for the rest of the half. Yeah, I don't think coaches are happy with the ball movement and what was going on in offensive end, but they also do a good job of rotating and keeping uh, girls fresh on the floor. Jayhawks with the basketball. Take us in the lane. Her shot up and no good with a running jumper. Rebound Zedeker. Ava brings it across timeline to Moore. Julia in the lane. Lisa for Muller. Her shot up and short. Rebound slapped around. Mulligan comes away with it for the Jayhawks. Yeah. Outlet pass goes to Long. Yeah, that's Dally needs to get the ball inside a little bit more. They've been settling for outside shots. Now, long, now the shot by Long is blocked by Muller. Rebound Dowling, and here's Heller with it. Marin in the front court to Julia Moore. Back to Heller. 5.40 left to go. Second quarter, 16-5. Dowling with the lead. The Maroons have led by as many as 13 points. Long three up and no good by Frericks from the right side. Rebound Urbandale. Here's Mulligan with it. Wants to drive. Hands it off to Tiggis, and the lander shot is blocked, but a foul called on the Maroons. They're going to get Muller for her first foul. So Ellie Muller, the 6'1 freshman, commits the foul, and that'll send Urbandale to the free throw line with 5.27 remaining here in the second quarter, 16-5, Dowling with the lead. And the first free throw, no good by Tiggis. Credit here to Urbandale. They keep attacking in the second quarter and doing what they need to do. In the first game, they, they had 12 free throws compared to six for Dowling. And so it's a lot of settling for three-point shots right now by Dowling. Take a second free throw good. So she has four points tonight. She's two of four at the free throw line and has one field goal. 16-6, to six, Dowling by 10. Jayhawks with their 1-3-1 defense. They kind of stretch it to half court. Now they back it up. Uh, here's a skip pass and out of bounds to Dowling. Good hustle that time by Mulligan as she out hustled more to the basketball, but went out of bounds off of Mulligan. Much to the disdain of head coach Greg Crystal. Uh, he's got a little point system. I didn't get into this too much last time, but he gives the kids, a, you know, help side defense, a little, right. little bit of points, and uh, that's what you want to see when you're trying to build the program. And you get what you emphasize from your players. And, you know, if you can encourage them that way, uh, you can really build that faster because they're more aware. Two on the shot clock. Corner three up and good by Marin Heller. That is her 15th three of the year, and she waited till the last second literally to make it. Literally. 19-6 Dowling. Maroons equal their largest lead of 13. In the lane, a shot no good. And Taylor Mulligan, offensive rebound and put back good, and she has four points. Comes in averaging five and a half, 19 to eight, Dowling. Four and a half to go. Now corner three by Moore is no good. Julia with the miss. Rebounded by Urbandale and Devin Carlisle. As the Jayhawks now get it across the timeline. Now we got a foul called. This might be Julia Moore's second foul, and it is. So she will join Ellie Olson with two fouls. Tritton will check in for her. 4-17 remaining in the first half. And Dowling with Olsen and Moore with two fouls each. You're seeing a big contrast offensively here in these games. While Dowling's up by 11, 
The Jayhawks get it inside. A shot off the glass. Up and good by Devin Carlisle. I would say why Dowling is up by now nine. Uh, the majority of their shots, 13 of their 18 shots are from the three-point line, whereas all of shot, Urbandale's shots are inside two. And, and Marin Heller with another three. Heller with her second three of the night, her 16th of the year, this 22-10 Dowling. Wins by 12. Jayhawks with it. As they go left to right in front of us towards the north basket here at the Dowling Gym. Not a bad Friday night crowd. Late arriving crowd. Senior night activities will be held between games. Now a corner three. It's up and no good by Devin Carlisle of Urbandale. Rebound Dowling and Heller. She gets it over in the corner to Zedeker. Ava's been quiet tonight as Urbandale's isolated on her. And now a steal by Tabakovic who's in there but stolen back by Dowling. And now a shot up and no good by Moore as the ball was knocked out of her hands by Taylor Mulligan. Good defense by the uh, Jayhawks. And they've come up with some pretty uh, heady plays defensively. They have, and they're making it difficult to get that ball inside for good scoring opportunities for the Maroons. 30-second timeout called by Urbandale. We'll keep it here on the Central Iowa Sports Network and Iowa Catholic Radio. Mark Amadale alongside Scott Babinette. We'd like to thank Mercy One. Dental Associates and Construction Professionals on Iowa Catholic Radio for being our supporters all season long. And of course, the folks at CISN, and you see their commercials and you see their supporters and sponsors, let them know you've watched the game on CISN. Maybe you heard the game on Iowa Catholic Radio. We'll, we'll go for that. There you go. Also, I don't know, the, uh, the other CISN game going on right now, Valley's leading Ankeny 22 to 12 with three minutes left in the half. That game going on up at Ankeny. Other games in the CIML tonight, Southeast Polk at Johnston, Ankeny Centennial at Waukee Northwest. These are all girl-boy doubleheaders. Waukee has the bye tonight on the girls and boys' side. You may see a Waukee coach in your gym tonight. Maybe a little scouting before the postseason. Iowa Alliance Conference game tonight. Hoover's at North, Ottumwa at East, Lincoln at Roosevelt, Mason City at Ames, and East Waterloo at Marshalltown. Boys game, East Water, or Sioux City West at Fort Dodge. And the Fort Dodge girls have the night off. And now Dowling inbounds the ball. And a whistle and a foul on Dowling. It'll be a loose ball foul on Dowling. And now the officials are going to get together and make sure they have the right person. That'll be the let's see, team foul number six on Dowling at this juncture. Three on Urbandale. And this should be a one and one if this is the 17th foul. They're going to get Tritton for the foul. That's her second. So Olsen. Moore and Tritton with two fouls each and free throws coming, a one-and-one one for the Jayhawks here, Scott. Yeah, and that, that's a hard inbounds pass from the baseline over the top if you don't hold the defender off early and let them get in the play. So uh, she went back to get the ball and then just fouled there. Tigas at the free throw line, hits the first free throw. She has four points tonight, make that five, and six. Six points now for Tigas. As she's four out of six to the line with one field goal, 22 to 12. Dowling's 13-point lead now back to 10. Three minutes to play here in the first half. Reminder at halftime, we'll have Dowling boys head basketball coach Clay Thielking join us. Now here's Heller underneath on a nice pass from Zedeker. Her shot up and no good and ball out of bounds to Urbandale. Zedeker tonight with just two free throws held scoreless from the field. So Urbandale's kind of eyeballing her. Dowling with substitution. Zedeker will go out, so will Tritton. Checking in for the first time tonight for Dowling, number 33, Macy Herndon. 
5-2 sophomore, wearing, again, number 33. And now a bad pass by Urbandale will result in a turnover in Dowling possession. Yeah, and Zedeker's having a hard time, I mean, in the sense that she does really well when Dowling's uh, getting out and running after missed baskets, and that just hasn't happened tonight. Urbandale's done such a great job of getting back on defense. And then they, they uh, every scouting point's going to center her on offense for the Maroons. Here's Harden underneath, and rather Moeller underneath against Woodworth, and Moeller shoots and scores. Ellie Moeller, 6'1", freshman, working against Dharma Woodruff, the 5'10 senior of Urbandale, 24-12 Dowling. And underneath, shot blocked by Moeller, and that was uh, Woodruff, and now we've got a jump ball called as ball was loose. Tie-up will be Dowling basketball. That's a good pressure on that shot there by Muller. <laughs> it was. Awful close to that foul area, but as long as you get the ball and don't come down to the body, you're in good shape. It's and just, that's the case there. It's just the hardest thing. You think you have an open drive, and all of a sudden these long arms come out of nowhere. <laughs> and that, that kind of plays on you if you're going in the lane and you have a shot block, which right. I think several of these Urbandale gals have had tonight. Now more underneath. Can't get off a shot. Leaves it for Harnden. Her three-pointer no good. Ball slapped out of bounds. They say it went off of Muller as she was battling Dharma Woodworth. And will be Dowling basketball with a minute 50. Or check that. Urbandale basketball with a minute 57 to play in the half. 24-12. Dowling with the lead. Jayhawks with it. Here's Maria Long down the lane. Her shot up too strong. Rebound Dowling and Ellie Muller. In transition, here is a three-pointer that's up and no good by Frerichs. Fight for the rebound, and we're going to call a jump ball, I believe. It'll be Urbandale possession. Zedeker back in the Dowling lineup. She'll replace Heller. And checking out of the, of the Urbandale lineup will be Dharma Woodruff, number 24. And Bree Tiggis checking out, so... Wholesale substitutions. Lauren Salmon, number 20, in the lineup for Urbandale, along with Maddie Stutler, number 13. Minute and a half to go. Dowling has doubled the score, 24-12 over the Jayhawks. Long with it in the lane, and they're going to call a jump ball to be Dowling possession. So those are empty possessions both ways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good, good hands on both ends to get that ball and stop the play. Right, here's Julia Moore. It's it to Zedeker. Ava goes down the right side, goes through contact, layup up, good. The basket will count, and a foul on Urbandale. And that is the first field goal of the night for Ava Zedeker. She has four points with an and one coming. Yeah, that, that's good in those situations for her to, to find that lane and go and, and challenge, and she finished through contact. And, and that's this is her game, getting the free throw line, and getting easy baskets, getting her groove on, on her shot back. Lauren Salmon picks up the foul, her first. Free throw good by Zedeker. She's three for three from the line. And that field goal, she has five points. 27-12 Urbandale. Minute 10, or 27-12 Dowling. Urbandale with the ball, excuse me. Down the lane, her shot blocked. That was a Salmon shot blocked by Muller again. Dowling with the rebound. Here's Zedeker with it. To Moore. Julia, corner three from the right side. Good. Second, second three of the night for Julia Moore. She now has eight points on three field goals. 30 to 12 Dowling. Runes with their largest lead of 18 points. Now a long three. It's no good by the Jayhawks. Rebound Dowling and Zedeker. 
And about a one second differential between game clock and shot clock as it winds under 30. They can hold here, but they'll go for their first open shot, I believe, here. Harnden in the lineup for Dowling. Macy with it. Gets it to Moore at the right elbow. Looking, looking. Now launches a field goal. It's no good by Moore, by, uh, Moore but rebound out to Moeller underneath Moore, and she throws up the shot. It's no good, and we've got a blocking foul on Urbandale and two free throws coming for Julia Moore. The foul will be on Ella Tabakovic, and that'll be her second for Urbandale. Team foul number five in the Jayhawks. Seven team fouls on Dowling. Eight seconds of play here in the half, Scott. Yeah, and that's more of what a Dowling possession looks like, getting both feet into the lane on the drive and either going up with it or getting uh, a kick out. So this is a good job. His last couple possessions, Zedeker and Moore getting to the line. Julia's first free throw is good. Moore a 66% free throw shooter. Now 30 of 45 at the line throughout the season. Second one up and no good. Rebound Urbandale. That is Woodward with it. Dowling with pressure in the backcourt. Four seconds remaining in the half. They get it to Carlisle, and she can't get the shot off, but a block shot by Moeller, and we end the half with Dowling leading 31-12 over the Jayhawks here on senior night at the Dowling Gym. Alongside Scott Babinet, I am Mark Amadale. We will take a one-minute break and return with our halftime statistics. We'll also catch up with Dowling boys basketball coach, Play Field King and our halftime score in game one of our girls and boys doubleheader Dowling 31, Urbandale 12 here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network and CISN. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app at iowacatholicradio.com. Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951 with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, my name is Darcy Hoffman from St. John's Catholic Church in Nadel. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. Welcome back to the Dowling Gym. Mark Amadillo alongside Scott Babinette. Always nice to have loyal listeners trying to pick up on what I say. Good luck. Halftime score, Dowling 31, Urbandale 12. And now we're joined by the Dowling head boys basketball coach in his second year. Has a little bit of Urbandale ties. And that is Clay Fielking. And, Coach, thanks for joining us. And uh, welcome. You're, you're sitting Appreciate amongst it. your people here. Yep. You know, I see you had your yep. fans already. Uh, one of your... Uh, Fellow uh, Urbandale citizens come up and want your, was it autograph or just tickets nah, to the game? Just what, trying do they, to, what do they need? Trying to throw a punch, an early <laughs> punch. So dodging, dodging those already. Well, Coach, we appreciate you taking time. Of course, tonight we're on Iowa Catholic Radio and we're simulcasting with the folks upstairs, the CISN. And this is senior night. And tonight, uh, Dowling Boys have six seniors you're going to recognize. Yeah. This will be before your game. Girls will have two, but uh, let's talk about uh, that. Your yeah. senior night, you've been through a few of these yep. in, your, in your day, both the player and as a coach, and a very emotional night. It's always a good time to 
get the families together. I know it's a big night here at Dowling with those six seniors. Whether they start or do not uh, play at all, uh, they're playing some kind of role for your program. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a night to honor them. We will start five five of them since we can't start six um but five of them will get will get the start uh and we'll bring the sixth one in pretty early to um to give him some some love and um yeah it's just a, a night to honor them it's tough to stay in a program for four years you know it's a it's a commitment um a lot of these guys um you know they're in other sports they're involved in activities and um the commitment level is something that not many people understand unless you've done it yourself or you're a parent of one of these kids. And so um, looking forward to honoring these, these guys tonight. It's, it's a great group of kids. Final question, Coach. You know, we mentioned six seniors for the Maroons being recognized tonight, and that includes Davis Sheck and Drew Marl, two of your starters. And then, uh, of course, Jack Odie, Colin Clark, a couple guys that come right off the bench mm-hmm. along with Andrew Nianji. And uh, young man's going to get his first start in his sixth game this year, and that's Danny Nielsen. Got yeah. to know him through the football yep. program, and uh, it was Coach Wilson's uh, one of his blocking tight ends. I don't know what you're using for in practice, hopefully to, you know, give uh, Nianji a little bit of work. But yeah. uh, Danny Nielsen getting the start tonight. Danny, love, love that. Yep, getting the start. Uh, great, great kid, great family. Um, yeah, he hasn't played really at, at all this year. A, a few times just down the stretch of blowouts and – Great attitude, never complains, does a good job in the JV games, and is the kind of kid that you want in your program. He makes our program better. He stands for everything that you want your program to stand for. Um, and so he'll be rewarded with that tonight. He's excited, and um, we'll, uh, we'll have some fun with it. Well, tonight you take on uh, your alma mater, as I said, Urbandale High School, and the uh, second time you, you're going to play him, you, you won the first meeting. I think it was one of the first games we had uh, when the season resumed after the new year. And, uh, you know, they're, they're an interesting team. Grant Eaker was injured, and he's come back. He is their leading scorer and three-point uh, shooter, uh, number 24 for our folks that are watching tonight, Grant Eaker. But uh, Bryce Lang, Jack Craig, a uh, young man named Brevin Phillips, and Cole Garwood. And uh, it's going to be some great matchups. Always looking forward to playing Urbandale. And Cooper Hardison, the assistant coach's son, has got his way into the starting lineup. So... Uh, they'll go rotation about seven or eight. Yeah. And, and your thoughts about the matchup and obviously going into the final weeks of the regular season, preparing for the postseason. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a good team. They, they've had a lot of injuries this year, you know. It's um, it's something they battle with, and they're, they're finally fully healthy, and they're playing really well. You know, they beat Ankeny uh, at Ankeny the other night by 12 or 15. And, um, you know, I, I guess they're similar to Southeast Polk in that their record is very – deceiving they've played a lot of good teams uh closely you know and um anyways i think they're playing well it's going to be tough but um yeah i think we're at a point of the year where trying to stay healthy um build build some momentum going into into the tournament you know we won't know until monday obviously what that that looks like but um just try to keep moving in the right direction and, and and hopefully the scoreboard rewards us yeah, you've got uh, back-to-back tonight uh, here against Urbandale, then a non-conference game, travel to Ames, and the brand-new Harrison Barnes gym at Ames, and you'll get a chance to uh, play. It's a girl-boy doubleheader with Dowling tomorrow. Girls start at 1230. You're going to start right around 2 o'clock. So that'll be a challenge seeing the defending champs at Ames tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, yeah, a lot of new faces, but they're good. I haven't watched a lot of film, but we've watched a little bit to get a jump start. and. Uh, very athletic, very long, and they guard you and make it really, really hard to score. You know, they held Hoover to 25 points. 
Um, you know, the other night they held Marshalltown to 38. I mean, it's it's going to be a it's going to be tough. It'll be a challenge. Uh, they, they're different from an athletic perspective, and he does a great job, obviously. And the the tradition they have speaks for itself. So uh, we'll have our hands full, but we'll uh, we'll worry about that tomorrow. Visit with Clay Fielking, the head boys basketball coach at Dowling, as the Dowling boys will take on Urbandale in Game Two of our doubleheader tonight. That'll be following the uh, senior night activities here at the Dowling Gym. Mark Amadale, Scott Babinat with you. And, you know, next week, uh, Coach, you're going to close out the regular season. I know Monday you find out your postseason bracket uh, in Class 4A, but uh, Tuesday you go over to the Lincoln Roundhouse and uh, – and, and have, a, have a game over there. Yeah. And you've been over there before. It's a different yeah. place to shoot. You know, they got the, that's why they call it the Roundhouse. And then you uh, close out regular season play next Thursday, and we'll have the game in Iowa Catholic Radio. You host Norwalk, seventh-ranked Norwalk in Class 4A, and uh, first time ever the two teams have met for varsity competition. Awesome. Not a scrimmage, but yeah. first time ever for varsity competition. How about that? It's awesome. Yeah, we're looking forward to the Roundhouse. I haven't been over there for like I was just talking to Coach Nehas about this. I haven't seen, been in the roundhouse since my junior year of high school. We oh played my. there in the tournament. <laughs> um, and so that'll, that'll be fun to go back over there. And then, yeah, Norwalk is, is obviously playing real well. And um, will be a, that'll be a good matchup Thursday night heading into the tournament. Two tough ones. Okay. Well, listen, I know uh, you got, you're going to be busy tonight with uh, – stuff before your game the girls kind of have it easy they play their game and it's done and then they can go home after yeah. they hand out all the uh the senior night awards but uh hey congratulations i know the, these are six guys that you know they're in, they're in your program for a reason and they yeah. might have been through you know this might be their own year out or two last two years out but there's a reason for that and uh you know that says a lot they've been in the program four years maybe uh, a couple years in the catholic league and of course uh, all that but uh, it's a good group, and hopefully they'll, they'll lead you to, you know, maybe as far as they can get you. How That's about all. that? That's all we can ask for. All right. Yeah. Clay, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Best Mark. of luck. Appreciate it. Clay Fielding, Dowling Boys basketball coach, former Urbandale and Grandview grad. We'll take a break here at halftime. Scott Babinat and I will come back with our halftime statistics. Mark Amadale, Scott Babinat, and, of course, Jennifer Phelps, our studio producer on Iowa Catholic Radio. I want to thank the uh, CISN crew as uh, they're here tonight, uh, Pete Tarpey and company. We appreciate all they do. We'll take a one-minute break and return to the Dowling Gym. Halftime of the girls' game, Dowling 31, Urbandale 12, on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from businesses and organizations who share in the mission of connecting listeners to Christ while connecting you to their products and services they provide. To learn more and support the businesses and organizations who support the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, visit iowacatholicradio.com to view our business sponsors. If you'd like more information on how your business or organization can become a business sponsor, contact Deacon Mark, 515-223-1150, 515-223-1150. Listener-supported Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM KWKY, Des Moines, 94.5 FM K233 BT, Des Moines, 88.5 FM KIHS, Adele, online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com. 
And we're underway here in the second half. Urbandale with the basketball, and they dribble drive down the court. Layup up and good by Taylor Mulligan as the basket counts, and a foul on Dallin. This will be on Ava Zedeker, her first foul of the ball game, and Mulligan with her six points and a chance for an and one, and a nice job by Urbandale, first set uh, and first possession, Scott. Right, and they're just continuing to attack. They're, the philosophy of this game, shooting-wise, has been two different things. Urbandale attacking the basket and, and Dowling shooting a lot of threes against that zone. So Urbandale's doing what they have to do to try to get back in here. For Urbandale in scoring, Bree Tiggis six points in the first half as Dowling has the ball. And they're working inside to Ellie Olson. Her shot up and good. That's her fourth point. Tiggis with six points. And now Mulligan with that uh, series. She had four points at halftime. She now has seven to lead Urbandale, Taylor Mulligan. And two points for Devin Carlisle, the three Urbandale players that scored. They went four of six at the free throw line. Now the Jayhawks working inside. Ball blocked out of bounds. It'll be Dowling basketball as that was uh, Bree Tiggis with it. For the Maroons, their leading score in the first half was Julia Moore with nine points. She had a pair of threes for her nine points. Five points for Ava Zedeker. Six points off the bench for Marin Howler. Four points off the bench for Ellie Muller. Lauren Ferris with five points. And Ellie Olson. With two points at halftime, she now has four points with the basket, and the Maroons were four of five at the free throw line. Here's Zedeker dribble driving between a couple of Urbandale players, shoots and scores in the lane. She now has seven points. And it feels like Coach Meyer got the point across, start getting into the lane a little bit more and attack on the drives against that zone. And with Urbandale extending out, that's going to be easier for Dowling to do. 35-15, Dowling, Maroons by 20. This is their largest lead of the night. And again, it's just good recognition on, on Dowling's part to attack that zone. If they're going to extend out and pressure more, you've got to attack that. All right, we've got a full timeout called by Urbandale and head coach Greg Criswell. We'll take a one-minute break and return. 6.37 left to go third quarter, and it's Dowling 35, Urbandale 15 here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network and CISN. Cresta in the afternoon. With me right now is George Weigel. Ratzinger had the mind of 12 professors and the simple piety of a child making their first Holy Communion. That's a very powerful combination. And the two obviously influenced each other. At the center of that was this profound sense that it is the person of Jesus Christ. And through meeting him, we come to the church. Cresta in the afternoon, weekdays on Iowa Catholic Radio. Hi, this is Matt Wilkham from Iowa Catholic Radio with another testimonial, this time from Whitney, who says, When I started listening to Iowa Catholic Radio, I started hearing about all of the different resources. It was amazing, and it opened up the state and the community. For Whitney and so many others, Iowa Catholic Radio is truly a lifeline. Our on-air fundraiser starts February 27th, but you don't have to wait to give. Donate now at iowacatholicradio.com. Thank you. And we're back here at the Urbandale Dowling game at the Dowling Gym. And the Jayhawks had the basketball coming out of the timeout. And it was a tie-up on the floor, jump ball, and it'll be Dowling possession. And now the Maroons have it. Julia Moore had it and lost it. Jayhawks picked it up, and Dharma Woodworth, who picked it up, traveled with it. So there you go, Scott. Keep up the percentages. Let's go with our first-half statistics when we get them through here. All right. Uh, Dowling shot 40% from the field in the first half, 4 for 5 from the line with 19 rebounds, 5 turnovers. 
Urbandale shot 21% from the field, four for six from the line, 12 rebounds, six uh, turnovers. Corner three by Dowling and Lauren Ferrich, no good. Urbandale with the rebound, and now the Jayhawks lose it out of bounds, but it went off the leg of a Dowling player. And the other game that is being broadcast on CISN, Valley leading Ankeny 33-19 to tonight as that game being played in Ankeny on CISN. Of course, Valley losing this week as uh, they were beaten on Tuesday night in kind of an upset, but uh, Valley leading tonight, and, and they start to wrap up the regular season. Here's a long three by Devin Carlisle. It's no good. Offensive rebound. Urbandale, they say it went off of uh, Dowling. Darmer Woodworth over there, and it'll be Urbandale basketball. Again, the Dowling girls and boys teams tomorrow will be in action. They'll be at Ames. Girls game gets underway at 12.30 at the brand-new Ames High School gym named after Harrison Barnes. Dowling he, boys will play afterwards. He could play a little bit. He could. <laughs> Saw him on this court and up at the old Ames High School. And uh, he's very generous with his uh, time and energy and his money and helping uh, get that gym and that brand-new school completed. Now Urbandale with the ball, 15 on the shot clock. They work it inside. A shot up and no good by Tigges. Off uh, rebound out to Olsen. Ellie's outlet pass goes to Zedeker. Ava in the in the transition in the corner to Frerichs for three. In and out, no good. I mean, literally in and out. Spun out. Rebound Urbandale and Dharma Woodworth. <laughs> the other way we go. Here's Carlisle with it. Gets it inside. A shot to the left hand. Too strong. No good by the Jayhawks and Woodruff, and we got a whistle and a foul on Tigges. That'll be her second. When I, when I was an athletic director in California, Mark, uh, we had a crab feed, and Harrison Barnes donated to our uh, cause there in the Bay Area when he was with the Warriors. That's awesome. Just, just amazing. All right, Dowling with the ball. They lead it 35-15, 20-point lead. Marin Heller in the lineup for Dowling, as is... Ellie Muller. Now here's Moore with it. Julia dribbles baseline, tries to spin it out, and the ball is deflected into the hands of Zedeker. There's a little step back shot up, no good, and trying to save it from going out of bounds with Moeller, and she couldn't. It'll be Urbandale basketball. Dowling led 14 to 1 at the end of the first quarter, and Maroons outscored Urbandale 17 to 11 in the second quarter. Dowling led 31 to 12 at halftime, and right now it's 35-15. Dowling by 10, so not a whole lot of scoring here in yeah. the third quarter. Single digits both ways. Just seems a little choppy. We had that. Well, we had three turnovers in the course of about seven seconds there too. Now the ball goes out of bounds. Urbandale tries to attack the glass, and the young lady that was doing it tripped. That was Tigus, and she gets up. Took a spill on the floor. That's a floor burn. What else would you expect from a shortstop? No. <laughs> to ask her about that this summer. Bree Tigges, the 5'8 uh, junior, wearing number 25, track. And softball, her other sports at Urbandale. Muller underneath. Her shot is no good. But whistle and a foul on the Jayhawks. And this will be a number 21, Maria Long, her second. Dowling racked up the fouls. They had three players with two fouls at halftime. Olsen... Tritton and Moore all had two fouls each. Now two shots coming for Muller as the rest of the team is gathered around head coach Christian Meyer at the bottom of your screen. And Muller's first free throw is good. 
And tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Skeffington's Formal Wear, the Catholic Tuition Organization, and Ashworth Vision Clinic. Mark Amadale, Scott Babinat, Jimmy Cataldo will join me for game two. Second free throw by Muller, no good. Rebound to Maddie Stutler. And the Jayhawks now with the basketball. Here's Taylor Mulligan, picks up her dribble between the circles. Gets to Woodruff, looking for a cutter. Dowling stays man-to-man, and Urbandale has been in that 1-3-1 zone most of the game. Here's Mulligan with it with 15 on the shot clock. Now to uh, Tabakovic. Now Moore with the steal against Tabakovic. Down the lane, her shot no good. Offensive rebound, put back, good by Lauren Frericks. And for Lauren, that is her seventh point of the night, 38-15 Dowling. Yeah, and that's the first fast break point that I can remember in this game, and everybody going to be really proud of their defensive effort getting back on the, for Dowling, the Maroons. Dowling with a 23-point lead, and we've got a full timeout, so we'll take it with them. Three minutes, 46 seconds remaining here in the third quarter. Dowling 38, Urbandale 15, Mark Amadale, Scott Babinat here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network and the Central Iowa Sports Network. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app at iowacatholicradio.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610. Ashworthvision.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Father Reed Flood, a priest of the Diocese of Des Moines, and thank you for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. back here at the Dowling Gym as we simulcast tonight's broadcast on Iowa Catholic Radio with the Central Iowa Sports Network, CISN.TV and on YouTube. And now Urbandale puts up a shot out of the timeout. It's no good. And the rebound out to Dowling with three and a half minutes to go third quarter. Dowling with its largest lead of 23 points. 38-15 over the Jayhawks. Here's Tritton with it. Urbandale in their 1-3-1 zone. They try to trap Tritton in the corner. Couldn't. Heller's in the lineup now for Dowling. Marin Heller to Ellie Moeller, number 43. Back to Heller in the corner to Zedeker. Corner three, left side up, and no good. And it hits the uh, basket support, which is out of bounds. That's an automatic dead ball. Turnover back over to the Jayhawks. And substitutions now for Urbandale. They'll take out number 13, Maddie Stutler, and number 24, Dharma Woodworth. Taylor Mulligan will dribble up the court. She and Maria Long. There was good ball movement on that possession. You get an open three. It just didn't fall. Delaney Peterson in the lineup for Urbandale. Six-foot junior wearing number 33. She's at the top of the key right now. Now in the lane. A shot up and in and out. No good with the shot is Maria Long. Rebound Dowling and Ellie Olson. Olson tries to fire it out. It's intercepted by Tabakovic. And she draws the foul. But hustle by Urbandale. They stayed back after Olson's errant throw. And Tritton... Commits the foul on on Layla. That'll be her third foul for Dowling. Second team foul for the Maroons here in the second half. Urbandale with two team fouls with 2.45 to go. Free throws coming for the Jayhawks. First one up. 
Hits the rim a few times and no good by Tabakovic, who's a 49% free throw shooter on the year. Urbandale was four of six at the line in the first half. Dowling four of five at the line. Second one coming. Good. So Tabakovic with her first points. Five, six sophomore. Urbandale team with four seniors, three juniors, six sophomores, and a freshman. Their head coach Greg Criswell and his daughter who helps him out. And now turnover against Dowling. 38-16 Maroons. Jayhawks with the basketball. Here's Mulligan with it. Between the circles, guarded by Heller. Now Tabakovic, guarded by Moore. Dribble handoff to Long. Maria now at the right elbow. Double team gets to Delaney Peterson. Now they kick it back out. A long three. It's up and no good by Stutler. Rebound Dowling. Here's Moore with it. Underneath to Muller. Shot up and good. Julia Moore with the assist. And Ellie Muller with the basket. And that is her seventh point. And that's uh, Dowling needs that uh, to get their offense going on. Just that quicker pace. And maybe Urbandale is one of the few times they didn't get back and beat the post player down. Now the entry pass by Peterson. Ball loose on the floor. And Dowling had it momentarily. But Urbandale picked it up. And a shot no good by Tabakovic. Rebound Heller. And a pushing foul in the backcourt on Peterson. And that'll be her first foul. Third team foul on the Jayhawks here in the second half. Timeouts remaining. Urbandale with one. And Dowling has all five of theirs at their disposal into the Dowling lineup for the first time tonight. We'll see Leah Brauch, the 5-2 freshman. She'll replace Marin Heller. Ellie Olson will check out for the Maroons. This is a fun time when they get a little bit of lead and can see players that don't get to play as much, see how they execute on this. Yeah, Dowling's back in action tomorrow, as we mentioned during our broadcast tonight. Dowling at Ames tomorrow, 12-30 girls game. And now here's Moore for three. No good. Offensive rebound, Dowling and Ava Zedeker. And then the Maroons have a week off before they host the winner of Sioux City West and Sioux City North. That regional first round will be Wednesday. And now Muller gets the errant pass by Brauch inadvertently and <laughs> shoots and scores. How about that? Nine points now for the freshman Ellie Muller. Well, they're going to say it's good execution, Mark. <laughs> yeah. But you know as a coach, that's not how you drew it up. But bottom line, does the end justify the means? Is that, is that we look at that? Depends on who you ask. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Herberdale on their offensive end draws a foul. Brauch will pick up the foul. Leah with her first. Again, senior night. Following tonight's game, the recognition ceremony will begin for the Dowling teams. Six senior boys and uh, the two senior girls, along with some of the support staff, and we'll have that on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN, so tune in for that. But right now we're 55 seconds remaining into the third quarter. Now a steal on the inbounds pass by Zedeker. Her shot up and no good. But she drew the foul, and Mulligan will pick up her first foul. Zedeker to the line, and two free throws coming for Dowling. 50 seconds remaining here in the third quarter. Yeah, that's a good read by Ava to, to go steal that pass and then attack. So Zedeker back at the free throw line for the Maroons. First one up and good. Zedeker tonight, a very quiet eight points. She had five points at halftime. Half one field goal here in the third quarter. And now perfect at the free throw line where she's five for five. Second free throw good, and it's 44-16 Dowling. She's very happy to be shooting free throws back here at home. <laughs> I'll bet. Talking about those walkie rims, the walkie northwest winds Friday <laughs> night, or Tuesday night, where 
She missed a few. Oh, Jayhawks with it. Mulligan in the lane. Her shot up, and I think it slipped out of her hands. It's no good. Offensive rebound, Urbandale. Peterson with the offensive uh, rebound. Drew the foul. It'll be out of bounds. And Moore picks up her third foul. So Julia, one of two Dowling seniors with the foul with 31 seconds to play. Shot clock turned off. And the Jayhawks will inbound. Work underneath and passes uh, muffed there by Tigus, but she retains control. They get underneath the Carlisle, and now she draws the foul, and Brauch will pick up her second. So Leah with her second foul, four, 15 foul on Dowling, four on Urbandale, and free throws coming. It'll be two shots coming for the Jayhawks. As you get older, you see those kind of fouls. Those hurt a little bit when you see those. <laughs> <laughs> you did get hit. <laughs> Tonight's game in Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, and Dental Associates. Mark Amadale and Scott Babinet, second free throw, no good. Offensive rebound, put back, no good by Peterson, and rebound out to Dowling as Carlisle missed them both. Carlisle, 70% free throw shooter. Now Dowling with the errant pass and a turnover against the Maroons, again, our CISN crew here in the final nine seconds of the uh, first half. Pete Tarpey, Jose Guzman, and Aaron Bandy. Bandy and Tarpey are the photographers. Mr. Guzman, the live stream producer. Appreciate all their help. Urbandale with the ball six seconds ago. They get it across half court. Here's Stutler with it. Stolen away by Moore. Julia with another steal. Half court shot. No good. And we have come to the end of the third quarter with the score here at the Dowling Gym on senior night. Dowling 44, Urbandale 16, along with Scott Babinet, Mark Amadale, and, of course, our studio producer tonight is Jennifer Phelps on Iowa Catholic Radio. We'll return after these messages on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app at iowacatholicradio.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742. Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Shelley Hahn from Sacred Heart Parish in West Des Moines. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym as we start the fourth quarter. Dowling 44, Urbandale 16 in game one of our Girl Boy doubleheader here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Mark Amadale alongside Scott Babinet. Appreciate you tuning in tonight. The final conference doubleheader on a Friday night. And the final conference doubleheader on a Saturday will be tomorrow as Dowling will travel to Ames for a Girl Boy doubleheader. Dowling outscoring Urbandale 13-4 in that third quarter. The Maroons are now 7-8. of eight. From the free throw line, Urbandale 6 of 11. And the Jayhawks now have the basketball to start the third quarter. 
Updated score from Ankeny. Valley 62-33 to over Ankeny over on CISN, the other game they are broadcasting. 340 remaining in the fourth quarter up in Ankeny. Under, underway here in the fourth quarter. Jayhawks 12 in the shot clock. Here's Carlisle with it. Gets it inside to Tigas. Her shot up and no good. Muller with the rebound. Outlet pass goes to Heller. Back to Zedeker. Olson and Tritton in the lineup to round out the starting five. A blob pass underneath to Muller. Her shot up and good. And Ellie Muller having her way underneath for the Maroons. She now has seven of her 11 points in the second half. Now a long three. It's no good by Carlisle. Rebound Dowling and Heller. We'll get your statistics here when we get uh, a break in the action. Here is Zedeker with it. Dowling pull-up jumper by Zedeker. Up and good. And boy, has she ever had a quiet night. She now is in double figures with her 11th point. Yeah, but she hasn't she hasn't forced a lot of things, and so that's a good thing. She, I think early on they were getting the seniors involved for senior night, and she's just done a good job of running the team. Again, Urbandale, give them credit. They've gotten back and stopped fast break opportunities, so that's where Ava gets a lot of her points as well. Well, you mentioned senior night, and the Dowling seniors had the first 10 points of the game. Julia Moore and Lauren Ferrix, the two seniors, each had five points each in the first uh, 10 of the game. They should so, have kept going. And they stopped. <laughs> Not necessarily. Moore's now up to nine points. And Ferrix has seven. But, yeah, Ellie Muller and Davis Zedeker, two leading scorers for Dowling in this contest, both with 11. Now whistle and a foul on Urbandale. And it'll be on Maria Long, her third. Free throws coming for Ellie Muller. And you got to look at some of the statistics through three quarters there, Coach yeah. Babinette. Through three quarters, the uh, Urbandale shot 16% from the field, 6 for 11 from the line, uh, 20 rebounds total, 13 turnovers. Dowling, 41% from the field. Seven for nine from the line, 29 uh, rebounds and 10 turnovers. First free throw no good by Ellie Muller, a 76% free throw shooter. Her and Zedeker are the two best free throwers on the team, and she hits the second free throw to take the scoring lead tonight. Muller now with 11 or with 12 points, Zedeker with 11. As we approach the six-minute mark here in the fourth quarter, 49-16 Dowling. The Jayhawks... Worked the ball inside nicely to Maria Long, but she draws the foul, and Layla Tritton will commit her fourth foul. And that'll get uh, three re- people checking in at the Dowling bench. Julia Moore, along with Macy Herndon and Lauren Frerichs checking in. Zedeker, Tritton, and Muller check out. Yeah, that's kind of a, a weird foul there. I get caught behind on defense and... The Jayhawks now work the ball inside to Mulligan, and her shot up and no good. Drew the foul, and that'll be on Ellie Olson. That'll be her third. And free throws coming for Urbandale's. We're under six minutes to play. 17 foul on Dowling, five on Urbandale. And Mulligan with two shots here. First one up, good. Taylor, two for two tonight, a 70% free throw shooter for head coach Greg Criswell. Jayhawks. Record 5-16. and 16. They will be in action next on Wednesday. First round of the 5A Regionals. Wednesday night, they will host Marshalltown at the Urbandale Gym. And the winner of that game will travel to Ankeny Centennial, who's ranked 6th in Class 5A. And that'll be on that Saturday, February 18th, a week from tomorrow. So that'll be the Urbandale girls' schedule. 
mentioned Dowling's schedule. Their girls and boys will be at Ames tomorrow. 12:30 girls game, boys game at 2 o'clock at Harrison Barnes Gym. In Ames, Dowling with the ball, 10 the shot clock. Underneath, it's Olsen. Her shot no good. Ball's rebounded by Allie King in there for Urbandale, number 5, 5'6", five, senior. Now all the way down, a shot no good by Mulligan. Rebound Dowling and Macy Harnden. Now we're getting some pace to this game. They're picking up a little bit. Here's Ferricks, corner three, up good, right in front of the Dowling bench. Lauren Ferricks with her second three of the night. You know, she had five points in the first half. She's got five here in the second, total of ten, double figures. And, you know, these seniors have done, we've talked about this other broadcasts, but the seniors for Dowling have been great leaders and provide a lot of intangibles this year for them. Jayhawks with it in the front court, 52-18 Dowling. 34-point lead for the Maroons right now. And now the ball out of bounds and substitutions now for Urbandale. As they'll bring in number 33, Delaney Peterson. Rensley inbound the ball. Julia Moore, Marin Heller, Lauren Frericks, along with Macy Harnden. And number 31, Emma Hazel in there. Hazel, a 5'7 junior. The five and the four for Dowling. Four and a half to go here in the fourth quarter. Maroons working the ball on the perimeter. Urbandale in that 1-3-1 uh, zone. Get in the corner. Here's Frericks for three again. It's up and no good off the back iron. Rebound, Urbandale. Jayhawks dribble in the front court. This is Lauren Salmon, 5'6 sophomore. And we got a jump ball called. Tie up. You know, it was always around the tie up. Julia Moore. <laughs> She's always there. Uh, yeah, I had the privilege of working with those two their freshman and sophomore years, and, and they have just gotten better and improved their uh, both their shooting and their defense. I mean, Julia always is a scrappy player getting on the floor, and that's just been her, like her trademark. Julia Moore for Dowling. Going to play soccer down at uh, Washington University in St. Louis. Congratulations to her. And, of course, we'll be talking about her, her bio when we go through the uh, – Senior activities here at Dowling between games. Lauren Ferricks going to graduate, and she was involved with uh, cross-country track and basketball here at Dowling. Now whistling a foul on Urbandale. Get to Bakovic with her third as Moore was fouled. Brand-new shot clock for Dowling as... 3.45 to go in the fourth quarter. Dowling 52, Urbandale 18. We'll have the boys game on Iowa Catholic Radio. Here's Moore in the lane. A shot off the glass. Good for the senior as the basket will count. A foul on the Jayhawks. And that foul will be on Delaney Peterson, her second. A move by Moore. And I'll tell you what, between her and Zedeker, well, maybe there's a few others in the running. They get a lot. They get noted for a lot of floor burns. Yes. <laughs> Free throw good by Julia Moore. That's her first basket of the second half, and she now is in double figures with 12 points. Yeah, the, we, I used to call her the, the human floor mop. <laughs> She's a freshman sophomore. <laughs> Just scrapping, doing whatever it takes. And that time she was shooting and uh, got bumped, and now a steal by Heller. Marin anticipated the pass into the post that time. The other way we go, Dowling with the ball, 3.15 to go. Here's Heller with it. Over to Moore. She'll launch the three. It's no good. And the ball went out of bounds off of Dowling as Emma Hazel deflected it. Back in the Dowling lineup, Leah Braup, 5'2 freshman. 
She'll take the place of Moore. And Lauren Frerichs coming out. And a round of applause for the Dowling seniors. Julia Moore, Lauren Frerichs. If you're looking on the live stream right below <laughs> us. And uh, Lauren, you know, she came back earlier. First two years had injuries she dealt with. And she's just done a better job of, uh, of fighting through those. It was discouraging those first couple of years. But she's really done a good job these last couple of years. Yeah, I saw that. She had uh, injuries. The seven weeks of sophomore year with the foot and injured her ankle later, and that's never good. And now here's a steal by Heller. Marin all the way down court, right in the layup. Good. Stealing basket by Marin Heller. That's her eight point. And we've got what a foul called here, Scott? Yep, yeah, we foul. do. On the backcourt, Macy Herndon whistled for the foul, and that'll be the eighth team foul on Dowling, so free throws coming. Tonight's game in Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Mercy One the Catholic Tuition Organization, and Skeffington's Formal Wear. Appreciate their support on Iowa Catholic Radio and, of course, the Central Iowa Sports Network folks as free throws coming for the Jayhawks. Allie King in there, 5'6 senior, hits the first free throw. And when CISN runs their commercials, thank those supporters for bringing the broadcast to Central Iowa. CISN does a great job. Matter of fact, their second game tonight, it's uh, final score now. Valley 67, Ankeny 36. That game up in Ankeny. So the Valley Tigers with the win tonight after the loss to Waukee on Tuesday. Dowling with the ball as they attack the glass. This is uh, Harnden with it. Now leaves it for Heller for three. It's in and out no good. Offensive rebound, Dowling. Great hustle by Emma Hazel. Gets it out. Long three good by Leah Brown. And that is her first three of the season. Wow. How about that? Good execution there for the Maroons. Dowling by 40 with minute 40 to play, Scott. And it's easy to get excited for these younger players that don't get as much time there when they come in and they actually just execute and do what their coaches want. I know they get time like in the JV games, but it's nothing like varsity minutes in front of a varsity crowd. And now inside, Delaney Peterson with the basket for Urbandale. Peterson, the six-foot junior, wearing number 33, shoots and scores. 60-22, to 22, Dowling with a minute 15 to go. Once this game is over, we will take a one-minute break and do a quick post-game show and then uh, take a break and come back for the senior night activities here at Dowling between games. Six senior boys basketball players, two senior girls basketball players recognized, and now Heller for three, good in the corner. She's got five of her 11 points here in the fourth quarter. 63-22 Maroons by 41. Urbandale with the basketball. Here's King with it. Lisa for Stutler in the lane. Pull-up jumper, rolls off the rim, no good. Offensive rebound, Salmon. She goes up, and the shot is swatted away by Muller into the hands of Heller. Heller, lead pass in the lane to Dowling's Brout. Now gathers it in, and Runes will reset their offense. Final 20 seconds of the contest. Here is a long three by Harnden. It's up and no good. Offensive rebound, Dowling and Emma Hazel to Heller. In the corner to Brauch for three. Good! And look at the Dowling senior, the Dowling starters cheering each other on. And Brauch with two threes. That's her first two of the season. And the final score is 66-22 as the time runs out. And Dowling now with the win. Improves their record to 16-4. And their winning streak up to 13 tonight. 
the loss for Urbandale, the Jayhawks now lost three in a row in seven of their last eight games. Jayhawks now fall to five and 17. Alongside Scott Babinett, Mark Amadale. Final score, Dowling 66, Urbandale 22 in the girls game. We'll take a one-minute break and come back with our post-game show and then return for senior night activities here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. This is a Young Catholic Minute. Why can't I follow my own conscience? You can, if it's properly formed. If you were trying to win a top-secret cross-country road race with a prize of over $100 million, you'd want to make sure that your GPS was right. Getting to heaven is actually even more important. That's why you need to make sure that your moral GPS, your conscience, is pointing you in the right direction. How do we make sure that our consciences are formed in truth and not in personal biases or societal error? After all, when John Wilkes Booth shot Lincoln, his conscience told him he was liberating his country from a tyrant. The answer is actually pretty simple. Listen to the Catholic Church. After all, Christ founded it to get us to heaven. So the church got her teachings from God himself, has never changed them, and has spent 2,000 years explaining and clarifying them for us. How long have you been working on yours? For more, go to youtube.com slash youngcatholic. Hey, we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Mark Amadale alongside Scott Babinette. Final score in the girls' contest, Dowling 66, Urbandale 22, as Dowling moves, improves its record to 16-4 and on the season and their 13th straight win. Urbandale again falls to 5-17. and Jayhawks' next game will be their first round of the postseason Wednesday night, and they'll face Marshalltown at the Urbandale Gym at 7 o'clock for Dowling. Their next game is tomorrow afternoon. Dowling at Ames and a girl-boy doubleheader beginning at 1230 at Ames High School. Scott, you got to look at the final game statistics. I'll let you run through them, and I'll go through the scoring as we wrap up. Okay. Urbandale shot 6 for 39 from the field for 15%. Shooting percentage, 10 for 15 from the line, 23 rebounds, and 17 turnovers. Uh, the Maroons shot 24 for 52 from the field for 46% uh, percentage on the night. 9 for 12 from the free throw line, 36 rebounds, and 10 total turnovers. And just a good night overall for the Maroons. Yes, it was. And a good night on senior night as they were getting ready for those activities. Scoring a nice contest. First of all, for Urbandale, they had no one in double figures. They were led by Taylor Mulligan's nine points. She went three for three at the free throw line. Six points for Bree Tiggis as she went four of six at the free throw line. And then two points for Devin Carlisle, two points for off the bench for Delaney Peterson, one point for Ella Tabakovic, and Allie King with one point. Maria Long did not score for the uh, Jayhawks. They went 9 of 14 from the free throw line. For Dowling Catholic, Maroons had five players in double figures tonight as the Maroons were led on their senior night by senior Julia Moore with 12 points. Ellie Moeller off the bench with 12 points. Ava Zedeker with 11 points. 10 points for Lauren Frerichs, another senior. Marin Heller off the bench with 11 points. Leah Brauch off the bench with 6 points for Dowling and 2 points for Ellie Olson. Layla Tritton did not score. Dowling 9 of 11 from the free throw line as the Maroons outscored Urbandale 22 to 6 in the fourth quarter. Dowling led 14 to 1 at the end of the first quarter. 31 to 12 at, at halftime as Dowling outscored Urbandale 17-11 in the second quarter. 
In the third quarter, Maroons outscore Urbandale 13-4. Dowling led 44-16 going into the fourth quarter. And the Maroons outscored, uh, outscored Urbandale 22-6 to win it 66-22. And Scott Babinette, we're going to take a break and come back with our senior night activities. Thanks for all you do. And we'll see you a week from Saturday as Dowling will host a regional uh, semifinal against either Sioux City West or Sioux City North. We'll see you a week from All Saturday. Right, looking forward to that. Thanks, right. Mark. Scott Babnett, my broadcast partner. That'll wrap up our coverage here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN of the girls game. We'll take a break, come back with senior night activities. We'll try to catch you up there. We'll be back in one minute here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network and CISN. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app and iowacatholicradio.com. He's not dead. He's surely alive. He's living. Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951 with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Jacob Heflin, parishioner at St. Augustine Catholic Church in Des Moines, Iowa. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Senior night activities going on here in Iowa Catholic Radio. Followed the Dowling girls win tonight, 66-22 over Urbandale. Ceremonies going on. They just introduced Julia Moore, who was accompanied by her dad, Troy, and her mom, Ellen, twin sister, Sarah, and sister, Kate. And Julia, as I mentioned, sock, soccer, track, and, of course, playing uh, soccer at the uh, University of Washington down in St. Louis. And uh, she's being recognized. Jimmy Cataldo joining me for this. Lauren Frerichs was the other senior Dowling girls basketball player. Her parents are Darren and Jill and her brother, Nick who played a little football for you and is on yep. the Dowling basketball team. And she's a cross-country and track and, of course, basketball here at Dowling. She was just recognized. And uh, she had a couple of memories, making state basketball and, of course, uh, upsetting Johnson in their 42-game winning streak earlier this year. So there's the girls. And, uh, Jimmy, you know a little bit about some of those families over well, there. You, you look at Lauren Frerichs and, and Julia Moore, the, the two young ladies who played a lot of basketball here in their career at Dowling. And, had chances to play uh, alongside Kaylin Clark, and that's something that, you know, who knows from four or five years from now, they're going to look back at those memories and be very, very fond of it. So, so the Julia Moore and, and, and uh, Lauren Ferris, congratulations to those two girls. Absolutely. We just saw, uh, if you're watching on CISN, that was the Clark family, Colin Clark, atten- uh, with her parents, Brent, with his parents, Brent and Ann, and brother Blake, and sister Caitlin. She got all the way from back from Indiana. Got here. Nice, nice job, Caitlin. And uh, Colin. He's on that uh, state champion uh, track team, and he was in that uh, track and field team, and of course, basketball team captain, and winner of the Nick Needert Award. And congratulations to him, and uh, he's one of the six seniors that are being introduced as we're trying to catch up with uh, the program here after our, our breaks. But uh, congratulations to Colin Clark, one of six Dowling seniors. And here's the second senior, I know this guy, Drew Morrow. Accompanied by his parents, Nick and Meredith. And I believe that is his sister with him. And uh, 
Sydney, yep. They're uh, being recognized. And, of course, uh, he was also on the Dowling baseball team along with the basketball team and wants to play basketball and uh, attend college somewhere. And uh, good to recognize him. Kind of know his grandparents, too, a right, little bit, right. too. Dr Michael, Dr Michael and Dorothy. Some, some options he's looking at in, in college basketball, but uh, he's played at uh, two really high levels in, in both baseball and basketball this year. All right. The next one on the, on the camera right now, Danny Nielsen. And, Jimmy, you know him from the football side. Danny accompanied by his parents, Dan and Jenny Nielsen, his brother, John. And he's out for basketball, of course, on the football team. He didn't throw to him enough in football. He should have threw more to the tight end in that one right there. But Coach Wilson right in front of us. I mean, the poor Nielsen kid. Well, Danny Nielsen's a young man as a freshman. He uh, he was uh, came in as a receiver in a very deep receiver group we had. And said to Danny, what do you think about moving to tight end? And he did. And what a tremendous career he had in both football and basketball moving moving positions. And by the way, he's going to get his first varsity start in this contest right. tonight. Congratulations to him. And next, uh, Dowling senior Andrew Nyangji. Yeah, he wears number 20. His parents are Melissa and Luca. And Veronica, Augustine, his siblings. And uh, he's a four-point GPA. That's double what you and I put That's together right. is, isn't it? He's, he's the guy you used to find and say, hey, I want to sit next to you. I, just in case if I have questions. I do have a few. Dur <laughs> before, during, and after class. And maybe at night. i got to make a phone call. But and, that Andrew's made a, a heck of a, a career out of, out of this year. He's taken advantage of a lot of opportunities that he worked for here his senior year. Absolutely. And, of course, we mentioned his siblings, Veronica, Augustine, Alistair, and Vero Salin. Congratulations to him. And here's Jack Odie. You get to know the Odies through Holy Trinity. And uh, he's accompanied by his uh, mom and dad, Jackson and Karen, his brother, Michael Odie. And or Jackson. Jackson is his father. Jackson's his father, but he goes by Jack, but Jack Odie. Yep. And uh, I'll tell you what, what a great kid. He's going to study political science. Look out. I actually, as a, as a young, young nine-year-old, his grandfather, Carson Odie, yeah. was a coach of mine. Wow. Long time ago. Another senior out there, and that is Davis Sheck. Parents Brock and Jennifer can attend the University of Iowa in the fall. You're going to give him a list of things oh. to do and not to do in town, right? Well, of course he has, he has to settle into the right dormitory, right? Is, so don't get... Is that a factor? It's just, it, it, it becomes very, very critical. <laughs> but uh, David Sheck did, did a heck of a job preparing for his senior year and taking advantage of his junior and senior year in basketball. And the final senior is the manager, Matt Dietrich, and he's accompanied by his parents, David and Mary, sister Christina, brothers Ben, Nick, Josh, and his wife Michelle, and of course, this guy's a presidential academic scholar. He's another guy I'd like to sit next to at times, I think, throughout the year. But uh, what a job he does behind the scenes and with this program, uh, supporting staff for Coach Phil King and does it all. And that is uh, Matt Dietrich. Yeah, yeah one of those un un unsung heroes that's, uh, that's there every day and, and uh, does some things that a lot of people don't see are the, are the managers here at Dowling Catholic, and these kids are fantastic individuals. Get a team picture right there. I know the backs are to our cameras here, but uh, Colin Clark, Andrew Morrow, Danny Nielsen, Andrew Nianji, Jack Odie, Davis Sheck, and Matt Dietrich. The uh, six players and managers, seven being recognized tonight on the, the boys' side, and here come the two Dowling seniors, Julia Moore and Lauren Frericks, being recognized, and of course uh, the photographer down there, Earl Holst, uh, will take their picture. They're going to crop you and I out because we're I'm in the background well. of all this. So congratulations to them. So I appreciate you sitting in because I know you know a lot about these young people. And you've been through a few senior nights yourself yes. and uh, with your daughter. 
daughters, and uh, it's a very emotional night, but it's fun for the families, and that's why we want to do that here on CISN and Iowa Catholic Radio. You, you put a lot of heart and soul in, in, in your family life, a lot of a lot of sacrifices to, uh, to, 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 to get your kids to play at high-level basketball, football, baseball, whatever the sport is, and these culminations, these senior nights, you know, they, they're, they're, they're hard because it, it, it feels like that end is coming soon. Uh, but uh, it's a huge testament to be honored uh, in front of uh, a, a good crowd on, on uh, CISN, of course. Uh, but uh, this senior class is a tremendous senior class in leadership, uh, in, in, in overall character, uh, which makes the culture here at Dowling certainly what it is. All right. We're going to take a two-minute break. We'll come back and preview the boys' contest if they've cleared the court of our senior night activities. Mark Amadale, Jimmy Cataldo here, and we'll come back. We'll take a two-minute break uh, for our network stations on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network. Again, the final in game one, it was the Dowling Girls a winner tonight. They won their 13th in a row with a 66-22 victory over Urbandale. And we'll return. We'll preview the boys' contest between Dowling and Urbandale, the second time these two teams have faced each other this year. When we return after this two-minute break on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment, whether it's in the classroom or at home. Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from businesses and organizations who share in the mission of connecting listeners to Christ while connecting you to their products and services they provide. To learn more and support the businesses and organizations who support the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, visit iowacatholicradio.com to view our business sponsors. If you'd like more information on how your business or organization can become a business sponsor, contact Deacon Mark, 515-223-1150, The Catholic Morning Show. Deacon Randy Keel, you say that we desire change, but desire isn't enough. Change is not easy. Change even stirs some level of anxiety inside of us. Part of our mind that has our defense mechanisms, it will talk us out of change. If we make the plan for our personal interior change after the decision, we will find the plan is able to be accomplished far more than if we make the plan first before the decision. The Catholic Morning Show, weekdays at 7, only on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Hi, this is Matt Wilkham from Iowa Catholic Radio with another testimonial, this time from Whitney, who says, When I started listening to Iowa Catholic Radio, I started hearing about all of the different resources. It was amazing, and it opened up the state and the community. For Whitney and so many others, Iowa Catholic Radio is truly a lifeline. Our on-air fundraiser starts February 27th, but you don't have to wait to give. Donate now at iowacatholicradio.com. Thank you. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym, doubleheader tonight on Iowa Catholic Radio, and we simulcast with Central Iowa Sports Network. Mark Hamadale, Jimmy Cataldo, Jennifer Phelps, our studio producer, and uh, Jimmy, the final Friday night of doubleheader CIML basketball, girls and boys. It's Dowling and Urbandale. Of course, the final Saturday doubleheader is tomorrow, Dowling and Ames. 
uh, beginning at 12.30 in Ames. But uh, welcome, and thanks for your assistance during senior night. We want to recognize those young people for the Maroons. While CISN is here, we didn't want them just to walk across the uh, floor and wonder who are these people. Yep. We tried to keep up with uh, what was going on, and uh, thank you for sitting in. And now we got the game, senior night, and a senior starting lineup tonight for Dowling Catholic. But more importantly, Dowling and Urbandale for the second time. Uh, Maroons got the win to start the new year at Urbandale back in early January, and tonight it's the rubber match. Well, you look at this game, and and this is a, a, a point in time where the seedings for the postseason has not come out yet, and, and this is a game that will be factored into where both teams are going to get seeded. And, and when you look at their records, Dowling 8-9 and nine and Urbandale 7-13, and 13, both teams are teetering in, into that uh, two, three, four seed, and uh, and a lot of times the importance of that seed comes into a factor if uh, if you're going to make a, a strong run in the postseason. Yeah, no question about it. Of course, the, as we mentioned before, the girls had their brackets released uh, the other day. The Dowling or the Class Four A and Three boys brackets released Monday, and we got thinking. Well, are they counting games? Are they all done and just maybe some touch-up, depending on who wins and loses tonight and Saturday? We don't know, but we know they come out on Monday, and uh, you got to play every game like they're, they're watching you, and every win, every loss will determine what bracket you're put in, Jimmy. Yeah, I, I think I think when you look at overall, I, I think they have a very good idea of who their one seeds are going to be. It's a good mixture of, of Eastern Iowa and Western Iowa, uh, or Central Iowa for that matter, but it's dominated really by the uh, Central Iowa uh, basketball basketball teams but how do those other teams fill in the rest of those brackets and and like I mentioned this Dowling and Urbandale uh, you know they can get into a bracket where it's most favorable to them and to maybe get into that final uh, sub-state game to have a chance to play at the Wells Fargo and and that that number one seed may be you know the lower half of that number one or it could be a very very high top number one like a Cedar Rapids Kennedy who's a very high top number one seed or uh, Northwest Waukee Northwest or Waukee Warriors Valley's been a very very tough team this year so these games uh, as, as much as you want to celebrate seniors and, and Dowling's going to certainly recognize those seniors give those seniors some starts with they where they're greatly deserved I think the, the Dowling coaching staff and Urbandale understand this is a game that we got to walk away with a win well, for Dowling, they will start an all-senior lineup. Two of them are usual starters, and that is Davis Sheck and Drew Marl. But the Maroons will start Jack Odie and Colin Clark, usually the first two post players that come off the bench. They'll get starting at forward. And as we mentioned during senior night recognition, Danny Nielsen will get his first start in only a sixth game this year. Danny, a tight end of the football team, youth coach team, uh, 6'4", senior, he'll start in the post. And I believe he will jump center uh, against Urbandale. But what a recognition for him. Now, how long they play, we don't know. But what a night to recognize him. And that's something that was started by Coach O'Connor and continued by Coach Steel King, trying to start all your seniors. Well, Dowling has six. They only start five. Nianji started earlier in the year, so that's why he's coming off the bench, and he'll be the first sub, the other, the sixth senior for the Maroons. Well, you know, Danny is a, is a young man who's going to provide some size for the Maroons that uh, that they don't have normally in a lot of their smaller guard-oriented offenses. Danny is a 6'4 senior, a good, quick kid, but he's a very, very strong kid. Uh, so even though he's going to get the opportunity to start one of his first starts, I think he's still going to bring a lot of good things to the table as the Maroons uh, get a feel out in this game. Other games going on the Central Iowa Metro League tonight, and these are all girl-boy doubleheaders. Valley is at Ankeny. That game is also being broadcast on Central, on CISN. Uh, the girls' game won by Valley over Ankeny. And the final score there was 67-36 Valley. Southeast Polk is at Johnston. 
Ankeny Centennial at Waukee Northwest. And the Waukee girls and boys have the night off. You may see a coach or two from that program scouting at your respective high school as they have the night off. Iowa Alliance Conference Games has Hoover at North, Ottumwa at East, Lincoln at Roosevelt, Mesa City at Ames, and East Waterloo at Marshalltown. Boys-only contest, Sioux City West at Fort Dodge. And the Fort Dodge girls have the night off. How about tomorrow? CISN, they pick up their equipment. They go two uh, uh, exits down the freeway, and they'll be at the Valley Fieldhouse. Number one, Cedar Rapids Kennedy. Number four, Valley. Tip off at 1 o'clock at the Fieldhouse. That'll be televised on CISN. Followed by the second game of the doubleheader, Linmar, Marion, and Ankeny at the Valley Fieldhouse, also on CISN. What a matchup that'll be. Kind of a pre-state tournament, it, huh? it, It's a tremendous matchup. You, you sit here in central Iowa, and you see the Waukee Northwest play, the Warriors from Waukee play, the Valleys, the Southeast Polks, and those teams play in uh, Centennial every night. But yet, who's the number one team in the state is Cedar Rapids-Kennedy, which you know very little about. So I'd be very interested to see how that game turns out uh, because if they're as good as they are billed, uh, that's going to be a heck of a run team in, in, in the postseason. Girls only contest has Waukee Northwest at Iowa City City High tomorrow afternoon at 4.30. And a boys only contest at the Roundhouse at Des Moines-Lincoln, Council Bluffs, Abraham Lincoln at Des Moines-Lincoln. That'll be a 4.30 start. And, of course, we mentioned Dowling Girls and Boys closing out the final doubleheader of the year tomorrow afternoon in Ames at the Harrison Barnes Gym. Brand-new school, brand-new gym at Ames. And uh, 12.30 will be the girls' contest, the boys' game at 2 o'clock. And I know, Jimmy, you'll be there. We won't be doing radio, but I know you'll be there. I'm still good friends with, with Fred Hoiberg. And, you know, when we go to the Harrison Barnes, you know, gymnasium in Ames, like – I always seem to give them a little cha-cha text and say you're just not giving quite enough money to your alma mater, I see. Uh, that's awesome. But they have just some tremendous talent that's gone through that school. Oh. And uh, it's nice that those young men who've, who've gone through there are giving back. No question about it. And uh, we, we appreciate that. Of course, we appreciate all the help this year with uh, our friends. And I would like to recognize, Jimmy, if I may, uh, our, our neighbors to the uh, west, and that is the, the Valley High School program losing a, a tremendous faculty person behind the scenes. He was at a lot of athletic events, and that's Sam Kranovich. He passed away suddenly. He's actually at school on Monday, went home, and passed away at the age of 68. Uh, his uh, celebration of life will be this Sunday at the Valley Fieldhouse at 1 o'clock. They'll open the doors at noon, and they're encouraging the spirit out. I may have to borrow some Valley uh, colors, but Sam was a tremendous person. I remember he being in the press box both at the old Valley Stadium on A Street and now the new Valley Stadium, and he was Mr. Valley. What a uh, burst of enthusiasm, lived over by Browns Woods and uh, was a volunteer firefighter. So our thoughts and prayers with the West Des Moines Valley family and the family of San Kranovich. Uh, he did so much for, as a student supervisor along with study hall and parking lot monitor, football coordinator, and he was he was behind the scenes. He was all about promoting Valley, and uh, we wish the, the Valley people uh, the, our thoughts and prayers. Amen. All right, let's take a one-minute break and come back. We'll talk about the starting lines and dive deep into the Urbandale-Dowling boys game. Again, the girls game won by the Dowling girls. The fourth-ranked Dowling won their 13th in a row, 66-22 over Urbandale. Dowling girls now 16-4, and and they'll play their final game of the regular season tomorrow in Ames. We'll take a break and come back with the boys pregame on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Have you downloaded the Iowa Catholic Radio app? It's easy through the Apple App Store on iPhone or through Google Play on Android. Search Iowa Catholic Radio and download the app. You can listen to Iowa Catholic Radio Talk or Iowa Catholic Radio Music. Listening to Iowa Catholic Radio is easy. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. CPCustomHomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Cy Kellett, host of Catholic Answers Live. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. Listener-supported Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM KWKY, Des Moines, 94.5 FM K233BT, Des Moines, 88.5 FM KIHS, Adel, online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com. And welcome back to the Dowling Catholic Gym. Mark Amadale, Jimmy Cataldo for game number two. Glad you could join us as we simulcast with Central Iowa Sports Network here on Iowa Catholic Radio as we bring you the final Friday night doubleheader of the season as the Dowling girls and boys will go their separate ways. But that'll be after tomorrow as the Maroons travel to Ames tomorrow for a doubleheader at 1230. But Jimmy Cataldo, it's Dowling and Urbandale. And the two teams met back in early January. And uh, Dowling with the win. 49-39 at the Jayhawk Gym. That might have been our first game of the new year. I think it was. But, yeah, it was January 3rd. So, a lot of, you know, six weeks since that time. Right. And you wonder, you know, what's going on with the two teams. Well, Dowling's won four or five matchups with Urbandale, and they've won 16 or last 17 against the Jayhawks. They lead the series 23-11 to back since 2006. The Maroons' record's 8-9. and You mentioned Urbandale with a record of 7-13. and They've won two of their last three games. But also, if you go further, they lost 6-9. So they're all kind of trying to find, figure it out and getting ready for that 22nd game, which means you're in the postseason, and they have a few games to do it. But your thoughts well, on the well, matchup tonight with Dowling and Urbandale? Well, 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 two very comparable teams in, in Urbandale and Dowling. I, I, they, you know, they're, 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 they're led by two, uh, two distinct guards, uh, Grant Eaker uh, from Urbandale, who scored 19 in, in the in the uh, in the game before uh, in, in early January, and you have uh, Drew Morrow uh, uh, and, and Joey Capola, who have really become the offensive sparks for the Maroons as of late. Joey Capola had 12 points that game. You also look back in that early January game against Urbandale, that Dowling won by 10. Very tight game throughout, in which the Maroons really pulled out uh, in, in the fourth quarter, winning the fourth quarter 17 to 10. So real tight game, uh, but you look at a, a low scoring game, and you look at what the teams are doing. They're working on some of their zone defenses, as we pointed out. And when you don't shoot very good three-point shots, like the Maroons and, and, and the Jayhawks, force each other to shoot the three-point shots, work on the rebounds, which the Maroons out-rebounded uh, 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 Urbandale last uh, last time they played 29-21. to So keep the kids off the, off the board, force them to shoot outside shots, and, and see if you can pull one out here at the end of this game. All right, let's take a look at our starting lineups as Denny O'Grady will announce it to the crowd here at the Dowling Gym. Not a bad crowd. Urbandale fans behind us. Dowling fans across from us. And, again, the Urbandale Jayhawks with a record of 7-13. and 13. They come in averaging 52 points in offense, give up just over 56 points on defense. Their, their head coach is John Smits in his eighth year at Urbandale. 62 wins, 112 losses. 
And he's assisted by Mark Bishop and Joey Aguirre. Sophomore head coach is John Hardison, who has two sons playing here in this contest. One of the starters is Cooper Hardison, and the other young man is the freshman, Davis Hardison. They're both in the lineup. So starting at one guard for Urbandale, number three, Bryce Lang, a six-foot senior, averaging eight and a half points. He'll wear number three. The other guard is Jack Craig, a 6'2 senior, averaging nine points. He'll wear number 20. And the third guard, as Jimmy mentioned, Grant Eaker, their leading scorer, averaging 11 points, also leads a team with 42 made threes. And Eaker will wear number 24. At one forward, Cooper Hardison, 6'1", senior, averaging 4.5 points, leads a team in assists with 2.5, and, and he'll wear number 12. And at center, Cole Garwood, 6'4", senior, averaging 7 points, leads a team in block shots and field goal percentage. Hardis, Garwood, rather, will wear number 50. So it'll be... Lang, Craig, and Eaker, the three guards with Hardison and Garwood in the posts. And the Jayhawks again bring a record of 7-13. and 13. They've won two of their last three ball games. For Dowling Catholic on senior night, they'll start this lineup at one guard. Davis Sheck, a 5'11 senior, averaging nine points, leads a team with 22 steals. He'll wear number three. The other guard is Drew Morrow, 6'1 senior, averaging 11 and a half points, leads a team with made three-pointers with 31. He'll wear number five. At one forward, Jack Odie for the Maroons, a 6'3 senior, averaging two points, wearing number 10. And the other forward is Colin Clark, a 6'3 senior, averaging just under two points. And he'll wear number 11. And at center for Dowling on senior night, Danny Nielsen, the 6'4 senior, making his sixth varsity appearance and his first career start. Congratulations to Danny as he's being recognized here. Dowling coached by Clay Field King in his second year. 17 wins, 24 losses, assisted by Jimmy Nahas, Zach Nicholson, and Kevin O'Hare. Dowling's record 8-9. and nine. The Maroons have won four of their last six games, and they average 52.5 points on offense, give up 60.5 points on defense. And, Jimmy, that is the tail of the tape. Well, if you're the Maroons, you got to find a way to play much like you played Tuesday night in the first half against Waukee Northwest, where they went toe-to-toe with arguably one of the top two, three uh, teams in, in, in the state. And they, uh, they they gave it up in, in the second half and lost a little bit on the defensive end, turnovers, offensive rebounds they lost. So you got to find a way to play like you did against Joaquin Northwest. If, if you're Urbandale, you got to find a way to get the ball to Grant Eaker. you got to hit some uh, hit your outside shots, play a good zone defense against the run, force them into threes, and uh, play this game into the fourth quarter. All right, jumping center is Dowling. The Maroons win the tip, and he tipped it out of bounds, and that was Danny Nielsen. It'll be Urbandale basketball. But Nielsen won the tip. He had too much mustard on it, and it went to the Dowling bench. You know, Danny's getting a lot of support from the student section, from the from the crowd, as, as he should, as a kid that's worked a ton uh, in and out uh, in, in, in practices and really hasn't had a ton of opportunity to play. But tonight's his night, and a lot of kids are getting around him and, and supporting him in this, is, is this, in this game. Jayhawks running their motion offense against Dowling's man-to-man, and now a three-pointer left wing up off the rim, no good. Rebound Drew Morrow, and a whistle and a foul on Urbandale as Morrow came down, but so did the Jayhawks, and they're going to whistle a foul on Cooper Hardison. That will be the first foul of the contest. As we're underway here at Dowling, Urbandale coming off a, a big win on the road at Ankeny, 59-46 on Tuesday night. And as we mentioned, Dowling coming off an 83-63 loss at number three, Waukee Northwest. So always want to see how teams battle around. And now bounce pass by Morrow is uh, knocked away and into the hands of Urbandale. The Jayhawks have it. Here's Craig, top of the key. Jayhawks in their visiting 
Blue uniforms, red numbers and with white trim, and a shot up and no good by Cole Harwood. Rebound Dowling. Here's Sheck with it underneath. He's double teamed, and we've got to have a jump ball called. This will be Dowling possession, but uh, Urbandale one and done down here. Well, yeah, it, it's good job by Drew Morrow coming around to help uh, Danny Nielsen, who's getting bodied pretty well with, with Cole uh, uh, Garwood. Uh, but a little, both teams are a little out of sorts, trying to work the ball into players that uh, in, in their motion offense and just finding a tough time finding those those passing lanes. All right, Sheck, Morrow, Odie, Clark, and Nielsen, the five on the floor for Dowling. They swing it to the right side. Here's Morrow. Swing pass over to Odie for three. Good! Jack Odie on senior night gives Dowling a 3 nothing lead. Well, Jack's, Jack's a kid that we know that can shoot the ball when he's hot. And, you know, we've always talked about getting that confidence early, hitting your first shot, especially on senior night. That's give you a lot of confidence. No question. And that was, uh, you know, waiting off, doing the little things off the ball. Dribble drive by Marl that gave him a nice pass. Now Urbandale left to right going towards the north basket here at the Dowling Gym. That's Lang with it. They work underneath the Garwood. Kicks it over in the corner. Dribble drive is Eaker. Now he kicks it out for three by Craig. It's good from the top of the cake. Key, Jack Craig with his 24-3 of the year. Now a steal by Urbandale. Dowling inbounds the ball. Nyangi set to check in. Down the lane. Shot up and no good by Lang. Rebound Dowling. And here's Morrow with it. Drew going through contact. Gets it to Clark. Underneath the Nielsen. And it's poked away by Eaker. And a whistle and the ball out of bounds to, to Urbandale as Andrew Nyangi set to check in on senior night. And he'll replace another senior, Danny Nielsen. And he gets a round of applause here by the Dowling student section. A lot of emphasis in trying to get Danny the ball into a, a, a shooting situation and, and came up empty a couple times, but I don't think that will be the last time we see Danny tonight. Tied at three, Dowling and Urbandale. Game two of our doubleheader. Dowling girls a 66-22 winner in game one. Fourth-ranked Maroon gals now won their 13th in a row. They're 16-4, and four and they will travel to Ames tomorrow afternoon for a girl-boy doubleheader beginning at 12.30. Now, Morrow a steal. Now poked away, but retrieved by Lang. Corner three, up and no good by Eaker. And a weak side rebound by Nianji on senior night. And a foul on Urbandale. And this will be on Jack Craig, his first of the second team foul on the Jayhawks here, Jimmy. Really up-tempo, aggressive defense by both teams. Uh, forcing turnovers, forcing tough shots. And uh, most of these were one and done. So both teams are keeping the other team off the offensive rebound and uh, eliminating their, the number of shots they get per possession. Here's Clark with it to Andrew Nianji. Andrew checking in. 6'5", senior, averaging three and a half points. One of the leading free throw shooters in the Dowling team at 82%. Runs with 15 on the shot clock. Here's Sheck. Dribble drives in the lane. The ball goes off his hip out of bounds. Good defense that time by the Jayhawks. Turnover against Dowling. That's Dowling's fourth turnover in just three minutes into this game. And it's just a little bit of, 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 of kids just trying to be over-aggressive rather than trying to work the ball around on passes. And uh, you got to limit your turnovers if you're going to be successful. Well, Dowling averages 11.5 turnovers. Urbandale averages 12.5. So that will be a key for both teams, as you mentioned. Garwood with it. Now bounce pass underneath on the baseline. That's to Hardison. Cooper gets the ball out top to Jack Craig. Swings it over to Hardison. Cooper with it. Looking inside as Garwood tries to post up Nianji. Now he does. Gets the ball inside and a shot up. And a strong move by Garwood. Shoots and scores. Cole Garwood, 6'4", senior. It offers from football from Air Force and a preferred to walk on at Iowa State. He showed his muscle there. Yeah, I think a good entry pass. And Drewmar just a little late on the backside. Held defense. Three-pointer top of the key and beyond by Drew Marl. Good. And Drew with the team leading... 
32nd three of the year. Six to five, Dowling by one. Jayhawks have led by two. Dowling's largest lead has been three. Just under four minutes to play, first quarter. And we'll see three subs come in for the Maroons on the next dead ball. Dowling starting to get their senior, or rather their uh, usual starters in. Underneath Garwood backs up Nianji. Now a three-pointer. It's up and no good by Craig. Offensive rebound. Garwood backs in. is shot up and good. Strong move over Nianji and Morrow by Cole Garwood. Such a strong move using his lower body, getting that position. Cole Garwood and, uh, and uh, working Andrew Nianji away from the paint and completing the two. Dowling breaks the press. Here's Drew Morrow with it. Drew and uh, Davis Sheck kind of had to play the, the point guard, if you will, and now we got a stoppage of play. We might have a shot, shot clock. clock. It can't be 34 seconds on the shot clock, so they'll try to get that all sorted out. The substitution is ready to check in for both sides. Urbandale wants to uh, get Brevin Phillips in for the first time. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, and Dental Associates. And, of course, Central Iowa Sports Network will run their ads as we have a shot clock situation. The score, Urbandale 7, Dowling 6 with 3.14 to go here in the first quarter. And the teams are standing up, so that means this will be a quick timeout. And, uh, Jimmy, I'll let it's, you it's, uh, go it's, ahead. It, you, know, you think of all the games, and this is the first year being the shot clock implemented into all these gymnasiums. And, and really during the girls' game and then out here in the boys' game, it's really the first time I've, always, I've only seen these uh, shot clocks malfunction in all these games we've seen and and so they had a little bit of problems here uh, earlier in the girls game and and not sure what uh, would have contributed to that but uh, but the officials good job by them recognizing it right away and and uh, trying to get all the all the timing set correctly and their job is to get it corrected it happened uh, a couple times in the girls contest and here in the boys and now they got it the shot clock reset to 24 and hats off to our shot clock operators here at dowling uh, jay ricky is on that tonight uh, you know the uh, the rickies yep. from football and uh, and ted power who must have the night off oh he's recovering from last night event is what i was told ted was recovering from an event last night and i'll just say he's recovering and okay hopefully he's doing well <laughs> Usually that's code word for I, I, I get it. Uh, I get it. <laughs> 24 in the shot clock. Dowling will retain possession as you see a few new maroons. Riddick Metten, 6'4 junior, wearing number 21 in the contest. Joey Coppola, number four, a 5'11 junior in there. Drew Morrow stays in there. So does Davis Sheck. And now here is Kleppy for three. It's no good. That is Ryan Kleppy, a 6'3 junior, with the miss. Rebound Urbandale, and the Jayhawks have the ball as Brevin Phillips has checked in for Urbandale. With number 35, 6'5", Jr., leads the team with five and a half rebounds. Now ball loose on the floor, and we're going to have a jump ball between the two teams. Everybody helps each other up, unlike football. Right. And, well, <laughs> well, not high school football so much, but the, the you, pros you, and you, colleges. So so we're, what, we're, we're about five minutes, more than five minutes into the game. The Maroons have yet to shoot a field goal. Have our o for one for three, excuse me, from the three-point line. And now Coppola with the steal, backs his way in, tries to get the ball to Metten underneath the Kleppy. Now here's Sheck with it. Dowling trailing by one, and now Sheck in the lane. His shot no good. Offensive rebound taken out of the hands of Kleppy into the hands of Urbandale. And a strong move by Jack Craig with the rebound. Here's Lang with it. You can hear uh, Coach Schmitz telling his uh, Urbandale boys, hey, swing the ball around, pick up the pace. Craig with it. 20 on the shot clock for Urbandale. Worked the left side. Now underneath to Hardison. His shot up and no good. Drew the foul, and I think 
Morrow will pick up the foul for Dowling, if I'm not mistaken. And it will be Drew's first foul of the contest. And Dowling's first foul tonight with 2.08 to go in the first quarter. 7-6 to six Urbandale over Dowling Catholic. And free throws coming here, Jimmy, for Cooper Hardison. Strong move by Hardison on the block. Got Drew a little off-balanced and, and got uh, got caught uh, giving up the middle of the lane. But real good hard move by Hardison to, uh, to get around Drew and, and draw a foul. Hardison, a 69% free throw shooter on the year. Makes the first free throw. Second one on the way. Good. Jayhawks with their largest lead over Dowling. 9-6. Three-point lead for Urbandale. And now a 1-3-1. Full court press by the Jayhawks. See if Dowling recognizes it. Here's Sheck with it. Dowling right to left towards the south basket. The Maroons are wearing their home white uniforms. Maroon numbers. They get it across to Kleppe. Ryan with it, works his way underneath the Metten. His shot up and no good, but he drew the foul. Let's see if they get Craig for the foul. They're going to get Hardison for his second foul, if that's the case. And they do. Fouls. Looks like uh, Bryce Lang going to be checking in for, for, uh, for him. So Lang will check in after this first free throw attempt. It's good by Kleppe. Or check that Riddick Metten. Metten's first point of the night. Metten, just a 36% free throw shooter on the year, 10 of 28. Makes his first. Second one coming. And it's good. So he goes two for two, despite the 36% free throw shooting statistically that's, that's right. in the book. Nine to eight, Urbandale. Jayhawks left to right. Now they lob it underneath. And a nice little touch shot up and good. Good pass that time. Eaker shoots and scores. And boy, he can get hot in a hurry. Now Dowling turns the ball over in the backcourt. Second time tonight in the first quarter that's happened. And we're going to see Cole Garwood check in. And guess who's going to come in for a set play as Garwood will take the place of Tommy Salmon, who was in there just briefly for the Jayhawks. We may see a set play here for Garwood. Let's see. He has the ball. Garwood does. Top of the key it goes to Lang. Lang coming off a ball screen. Can't get off a shot. Leaves it for Craig. Brand new shot clock for Urbandale. This is Brevin Phillips. Works baseline. Underneath. Turns his body. His shot up and no good. Takes the rebound away from Kleppe. And the tip is up and good. And we're going to give it to Eaker with the basket. Just, uh, you know, strong move. I thought uh, Ryan Kleppe did a nice job blocking Brevin out. And Drew some body and that didn't get the call. And Dowling with the substitution in there as Dante Cataldo in there. And the shot up and no good. Rebound put back up and no good by Dowling. And that was Ryan Kleppe act, active inside. Rebound Urbandale. Jayhawks by five. This is their largest lead. Now a steal by Dowling. This is Kleppe with Morrow underneath. Layup good. The Maroons run the floor there and Drew Morrow with his fifth point of the night. 13 to 10, Urbandale. Great transition by Kleppe and real uh, margin, small margin barrier to get the ball to Drew Morrow on the fast break. But, but great job, Drew, finishing on the transition. Dying will stay man to man. It's Morrow, Cataldo, Kleppe, Capola, and Met in the five on the floor for Dowling. 22 seconds left in the game clock, 13 on the shot clock, and a corner three good by Brevin Phillips, his 16th of the year. As the shot clock wound down, and now shot clock turned off with 10 seconds of play, and Urbandale by six. End of the first quarter. Coppola with it with five seconds. Gets it tomorrow. Drew with it. Wants to shoot and does. At the horn, it's good! 
good. How many times has he done that this year? Three-pointer by Drew Morrow, good. And we've come to the end of the first quarter here at the Dowling Gym with the score. Urbandale 16, Dowling 13, along with Jimmy Cataldo and Mark Amadale will return for the second quarter in one minute on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Iowa Catholic Radio is now available on your smart speaker. Step one, say, Alexa, enable the Iowa Catholic Radio skill. Or enable it through your Alexa app. Step two, say, Alexa, open Iowa Catholic Radio. Now enjoy listening to Iowa Catholic Radio through your smart speaker. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742. Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. I am Father Lito Thomas from the Diocese of Des Moines. Thank you for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym, game two of our girl-boy doubleheader here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, as tonight we simulcast with our friends from the Central Iowa Sports Network, Mark Amadil and Jimmy Cataldo. Dowling with the ball first, and we've got an offensive foul on Dowling. On the pass that time, the Maroons commit the foul, and that'll be on Riddick Metten, apparently. It is his first foul. Second or third team foul on Dowling. And Jim, you got to look at some of the numbers from the first quarter. First quarter, the Maroons one of three from the field, three of five from three point range, four total rebounds, and six turnovers. Uh, for Urbandale, four of seven from the field, 57%, two of five from three, four total rebounds, and three turnovers. 16 13, Urbandale. Here's Phillips in the lane, kicks it out in the corner, won't shoot the three, and they. Give it up, does Jack Craig. Now the reverse ball left side. That was Grant Eaker with it. Leaves it for Bryce Lang. Pull-up jumper, in and out, no good. Rebound, Metten and Dowling. Both teams were two for two at the free throw line in the first quarter. Dowling hit three threes and one two-point basket. Urbandale hit two threes and four two-point baskets. Maroons working inside to Kleppe, and he draws the foul, and free throws coming for the Maroons. Maroons found a lot of success against Northwest on on Tuesday night, really attacking the basket, uh, finding a lot of their points from around the the basket, and you just haven't seen much of that so far in the game. But, again, Ryan Kleppe taking the ball hard there, and what happens when you get to the basket? You draw fouls, and that's what Ryan Kleppe did there. First free throw good by Kleppe. Ryan, a 65% free throw shooter on the air. It's a two-shot foul. He'll get another. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Skeveton's Formal Wear, the Catholic Tuition Organization, and Mercy One. Second free throw, no good. Rebound, Urbandale. It's Grant Eaker with it. Eaker, Phillips, and uh, Eaker trying to make that pass to his teammate Lang and overthrew it. Cole Garwood in the lineup along with Jack Craig, the five on the floor for Urbandale. For Dowling, it's uh, Kleppe, Capola. Marl, the three guards with Metten and Cataldo. Dante over there in the corner, right by the Urbandale bench to our left, and the Jayhawks. Looks like they stay man to man. Runes working inside. 
Here is Metten with it over to Coppola. 15 on the shot clock. Joey at the right elbow. Tried to hit Metten and hit Metten got tripped up and the model ball out of bounds and Dowling throws it away. So turnovers. Didn't we talk about this earlier? Dowling averaging, Dowling averaging 11.5. Urbandale averaging 12.5 turnovers. And you don't want to see that. You want that down to single digits by this time of year. I, I, you know, a lot of that you got to give, uh, you know, a lot of, of, of that to Urbandale's defense. Urbandale's playing a very aggressive defense, giving Dowling a lot of body, which is not being called right now, but you got to play the officials, and the right now the officials are letting a lot of things go, so you continue to use a lot of body. Here's a near steal by Capola. Now finally stolen by Cataldo. Three on none, fast break. Cataldo gets it to fall, rolls around the rim, and he has to use all parts of the rim, just like his dad taught him. As Steve Devinney counts. Look at yeah, this guy right here. <laughs> That's right, Steve. I think I had a little hot flash or something there. I, 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 my goodness. Oh, I love it. Oh, Steve Devinney sitting next to this night here. This, I yeah, guess you know what I love about Steve Devinney is that he's What's been that? there. He's been there with, with his son Luke and his daughters. And his daughter, yes. He's, he's been there. I think he knows how I feel. Corner three by Urbandale, and it's no good by uh, Jack Craig. Rebound Dowling, and here's Capola. It's to Cataldo. Dante the pass over to Kleppi. And I'll hand it off to Marl. Drew a long three up off the back iron. No good. Tipped around by Cataldo. And he tips it right into the hands of Dowling and Ryan Kleppi and keeps the possession alive. Brand new shot clock. So it's it's a lot of what you get from Dante as somebody who's going to be aggressive to the basket and get his hand on, hopefully keep balls alive, get offensive rebounds. All right, here's Capola with it. Step back three, up and off the back iron, no good. Kleppi with the offensive rebound is taken away by Garfield, uh, Garwood, rather, and a jump ball called. It'll be Urbandale basketball with 5:04 remaining here in the second quarter. We're tied at 16. Dowling and Urbandale. Jayhawks haven't scored here in the second quarter. Runes got a basket of, by Cataldo and a free throw by Kleppi to tie it, and it'll be Urbandale with. A possession, Dowling stays man-to-man. So we haven't seen that zone that we thought Urbandale was working on in the pregame. Runes haven't showed it yet. Here's Lang with it, guarded by Sheck. Lang in the lane, shot up too strong. Rebound Garwood is put back no good. And Nianji, Andrew back in the lineup for Dowling with the rebound. Andrew Nianji, number 20, 6'5", senior with the... Rebound and Dowling with the ball. Here's Sheck with it right side. Now dribbles to the left. Looks inside Nianji to Cataldo. Skip pass in the corner. Here's Kleppi for three. It's off the mark. No good. Nianji in there battling, and the ball goes out of bounds. Referees ask for help. And they're going to give it to Urbandale. Good teamwork there by yeah. the referees. They got the call right. Probably the right call, sure. Yep. But, uh, the guy you think would have the call underneath got blocked out. That's because the big boys... Garwood and Nianji were battling. Good job by the officiating crew. I know you don't say that a lot, but I will for them, okay? <laughs> I give them a lot of credit. Until they start getting on me a little bit. Well, they should. Now you're up the stairs with me yeah. during football season. It's bad enough during basketball you're next to me, but football, come on. I got some notes for you I'll pass along. 16 all, Dowling and Urbandale. Four minutes to play. Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Backdoor cut and layup good by Urbandale's Grant Eaker. Tremendous pass that time by Garwood. You saw that working around. Eaker works his way all around from the wing and then works his way to the top of the key, cuts to the basket. Great job finding him cutting and, and finishing by, by Grant Eaker. Colin Clark in the lineup for Dowling. Colin with it on the left baseline. Can't dribble against Garwood. Lobs it inside and threw it away. Into the hands of Urbandale. Nice save that time. Tommy Salmon in there, number 40, caught it. 
And he finally gave it up to Hardison, Cooper Hardison in there. And he has the basketball now, double team. Swings it over to Garwood. Cole with it. Dribbling against Nianji. Now kicks it back out. This is Craig with it. Hands it off to Eaker. Back to Craig. In the corner it goes to Hardison. Cooper backs in against Sheck. Underneath Garwood. Layup good. Oh, nice play by Urbandale as Garwood with his sixth point. Uh, Urbandale's taking it right to the Maroons. And on the Maroons' offensive side, you're just finding a lot, of, a lot of guys standing around. The movement isn't crisp. You're finding guys running into each other. I think the Maroons really have to work on spreading the floor and start wording, working cohesively and moving with a purpose. Dallin with the ball on the perimeter. Urbandale stays man-to-man. Kleppi dribble handoff to Clark. Collin with it. Swings it over to Coppola for three. Up and good. A catch and shoot by Coppola over Tommy Salmon. Gigantic shot by, by Joey Coppola. Just the Maroons offensively over the last couple possessions really didn't have their acts together, forcing, what, three turnovers. But uh, Joey knocking down a big three to keep this lead to just one. Coppola's 29th three of the year. Now a steal by Dowling. Here's Sheck with it. Layup good. And that's the second time a run out by Dowling. Davis Sheck with his first two points. Timeout Urbandale. And our officials tonight uh, say it's a 30-second timeout. Michael Cayley, Mark Flegel, and Matthew Roberts, our three-person officiating crew. 2.13 to go here in the second quarter. Dowling now has taken a lead. 21-20 over Urbandale. The Maroons have had a lead of three. Urbandale's had a lead of six, and they've both been wiped out tonight. It's been back and forth, and uh, Jimmy, give us an update. Urbandale with their 14 fouls, Dowling with two, and both teams with plenty of timeouts. I think turnovers become a big big factor right now. The Maroons are sitting with nine total turnovers on, on the game with just two minutes left to go in the first half, and Urbandale with six, but uh, you look at the offensive ends for both teams, I think you know, Urbandale's certainly the more aggressive team taking the ball to the basket against the Maroons, where the Maroons are not working as well on the outside, forced to take some bad three-point shots, but when they get to the rim, they're, they're, uh, they're, they're making some impact. Jayhawks with it as they call the timeout after the Dowling basket. Here is Cooper Hardison, dribbles in the lane, cut off, gets it out to Garwood. Now a long three coming on the left wing. It's no good by Grant Eaker. Rebound Dowling. Maroons working underneath. Ball thrown into traffic and stolen away by Urbandale. Here comes Cooper Hardison with it. Guarded by Sheck. 21-20 Dowling. Minute and a half to go in the first half. Here is Craig for three and it's good. Jack Craig with his 24th made three of the year. Yeah, uh, Davis Sheck is working his tail off uh, you know, uh, working on uh, 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 Bryce Lang and Somebody falls asleep on, on Jack Craig and, and knocks down the shot. That, that hurts. Now the ball bounced on the sideline across the way. Out of bounds. Turnover against Dowling. Runs yeah. with Sheck, Morrow, and Clark. Odie. With Odie and uh, Metten in the, the five on the floor for Dowling. For Urbandale, Grand Eaker with the basketball. Passes right side to Lang. Cole Garwood still in there. That was Jack Craig. Now here's Lang with it. Colin Clark doing a real nice job guarding, you know, preventing Eaker from getting the ball. Jayhawks pick up the dribble. That was Hardison with it. Cooper gets it out. And the ball stolen away by Sheck. They're going to reach in foul on Dowling. It might be either Sheck or Metten. And it was Davis with his first foul of the night. Team foul number four on the 
number three on Dowling. Four team fouls on Urbandale. Dowling with all five of their timeouts remaining. Urbandale with four. 47 seconds remaining in the first half. 23-21 Urbandale. Reminder at halftime, we'll have members of the Dowling girls basketball team who won their 13th in a row with a 66-22 win over Urbandale in game one. Dowling girls ranked fourth. And they'll finish out the regular season tomorrow as part of a girl boy doubleheader at Ames in Harrison Barnes gym. And now here's a three-pointer by Craig. No good from the right wing. Rebound. Well, Odie had it, and they're going to call a jump ball between Odie and the Urbandale Bryce Lang, who came down with it. And Clark will sit down for Dowling. 20 seconds to play. Shot clock turned off, and runs trail by two. This is uh, Coppola dribbling across the timeline. Urbandale will line up. Or matchup man to man. You have three point shooters all over with, I uh, see that. <laughs> with the Maroons. And... A ball screen set by Met and a fall away jumper by Capola. It's no good. Outlet pass to Lang. Half court shot at the horn is no good. And we go to halftime with the Urbandale Jayhawks leading Dowling Catholic 23 21. Mark Amadale, Jimmy Catalan. Jimmy, give me a couple of your thoughts here before we go to our halftime break and our halftime guest, Dowling, trailing by two. But the Jayhawks led by three at the end of the first quarter. And those I, turnovers are things that I'm interested I, in before I, I think, we go to break. You know, the, you look at the turnovers, Dowling had five on that quarter alone, 11 for the game. Uh, you know, I, I think when you look at how this game is being played, it's being played very physical, and the officials are letting it play both ways. I think it's a well-contested game, well-officiated game, uh, if, if, if you like to have a lot of body, a lot of contact, they're out. So they're not keeping it real tight. It's very loose. And both teams just have to adjust a little. You know, pick up your defense. I think Urbandale's doing a, a better job than the Maroons, getting more aggressive on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, but the Maroons got to find a, a, a more of a consistent way to get to the basket, uh, eliminate some of these turnovers, and, and hope uh, some good things happen and you get some breaks in the second half. All right, we'll take a break here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Halftime score, Urbandale 23 Dowling 21 in the boys contest and we'll return to the Dowling gym after this one minute break. Our halftime guest will be Lauren Frerichs a Dowling senior on the girls basketball team and head coach Kristen Meyer of Dowling Catholic when we return on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. This is a Young Catholic Minute. Why do I have to vote in a certain way? Hey neighbor, uh, what happened here? Oh, that candidate stopped by, stole my stuff, burned my house to the ground, kidnapped my children, and poisoned my water supply. That That's horrible. Yeah, but his economic policy's great. As Catholics, we realize that some issues are just more important than others. So even if a candidate is great in one area, if they have even one of the really important issues wrong, there's no way we can vote for them. I mean, even if Hitler were really pro-environment, the fact that his legislation killed millions of people means he's not a good candidate. In the same way, Someone who supports the killing of unborn children, euthanasia, or homosexual marriage is someone who doesn't understand the true dignity of the human person. And we can't vote for them, no matter how many jobs they'll create or whales they'll save. For more Young Catholic Minutes, go to youtube.com slash youngcatholic. And welcome back to the Dowling Gym tonight, senior night. And at halftime of the boys' contest, Urbandale 23, Dowling 22 is our score. Earlier tonight, the Dowling girls won their 13th 
in a row Woo. as the Maroons defeated uh, Urbandale 66-22. Fourth-ranked Dowling closes out the regular season tomorrow night, tomorrow afternoon up in Ames at 12.30, girl-boy doubleheader. And uh, we're joined now by members of the Dowling coaching staff, head coach Kristen Meyer and uh, Lauren Frericks, one of the seniors. Ladies, welcome. Thank you. Thanks Thank for having you. us. Thanks for, thanks for being Coach, thanks for bringing one of the seniors here. I yeah. know we talked to Julia the other night, but Lauren Frericks, welcome. Thank you. Senior night. Yes. You know, I, go, I look back, and I told, I told Julia this Tuesday night, you know, how she's grown all through four years. Remember you kind of being on the bench. Remember when she was hurt all those games, sophomore Coach, year, sophomore yep. year. Yep. Then came back, had the ankle injury, battled through it. Kept going out for cross country and track, which I never understood, but you did. And here you are tonight, senior night. What a night you had. you got to be pretty happy with the performance and how the team's playing, Lauren. Yeah, pretty happy with tonight. Um, we had fun out there and came home with another win. So, Well, it's always good to do that. I know you're preparing for the postseason, but uh, we have you down here for 10 points, double figures. I think one of... Five in double figures. Yeah, that's awesome. My goodness, I haven't seen that in a while. But uh, Sioux City East, we got we had five in double figures. Is that right? Yeah, makes missed, it fun. I missed that game. You guys were telling me all about the I ride. Know why home. you didn't come? It was just a short trek away. Well, Moore told me that she was sleeping on the way home, so that was one reason the not there. to go. On the way there. On the way there. Yeah, okay. she was just resting up. <laughs> yeah. Lauren, you and Julie, the two seniors, had the first 10 points of the ball game. Were those called set plays by the coaching staff, or what's that all about? Did you know that? You guys scored the first 10, the two seniors? Yeah, we were 5-5. Five and five. Yep, yes, that's, that's what I told them right before we come out. No one yep. can shoot it except the seniors. That's awesome. No, actually, the first play was, well, more for Ava, but they went, so then Lauren was open. That was, that was a good one. Yes, sir, that was, was a set play that we ran. She's, no offense, second option, but uh, they took the bait with Ava, so that left Lauren open. It did, and it got contagious because because the rest of the team started following through. Your co-senior, Julia, hit a few threes. And then Leah Brauch at the end, the, the little freshman came in and hit a pair of threes in the fourth quarter. And you guys are rooting her on. That's awesome, Lauren. Yeah. So that's what a night. You know, senior night's pretty special. Yet you celebrate with your family and your brother, Nick, who this guy coached. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, Coach Cataldo right in front of me. But uh, we won't hold that against him. Let's talk about the season thus far. And you got one more game tomorrow taking on yeah. Ames. I think it's been a really good season for us. Um, we've had some really good wins. Johnston, uh, Centennial, Southeast Polk again. Um, but, yeah, we're on a really good run right now, and I think we just got to keep rolling if we want to keep going. Well, it, th that's awesome. And uh, you're looking, Coach, tomorrow you got to get a – you and Danner got a game plan and, uh, of course, uh, uh, playing – Ames, one time you play him, and it's this year, and it's, it's game number 21. Yeah, it's, it's hard to believe it's already there, and, you know, back-to-back -back games, but, um, yeah, we prepped a little bit. We'll talk to the girls a little bit in the morning before we head up that way. Go check out their, their brand-new gym, and yeah. you know, hopefully just, just play well, move the ball, shoot well, and uh, get a little confidence defensively to, to head into the postseason. And then you have a a one-week hiatus again, and uh, then you either play Sioux City West, Sioux City North here at Dowling a week from tomorrow, tomorrow uh, that night. But uh, talk about what's going to happen next week because you're, you're going to be prepping. You won't know your opponent until after Wednesday night's game when they play up in Sioux City. Yeah, to be honest, I like that week of practice because we'll take probably uh, Sunday, Monday off, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, we'll just work on our stuff. 
so not necessarily prepping for a specific opponent, just, just work some skill work and some things that we need to get better, and then we'll have Thursday, Friday uh, to work kind of scattering report prep. So it's a good week. We, the kids, it's a different feel in the, in the air when it's postseason, a little bit more focused, yep. a little bit uh, more excited. You, you're, you're feeling kind of the, the end of the season, the excitement of postseason. So usually players are pretty locked in. They're excited to be there. We'll keep practices fairly short. Um, but get after it. Visit with uh, Kristen Meyer, the Dowling girls basketball coach, and Lauren Frericks, a senior. I thought I'd never th- say that, but long you do this, you see him start as freshman, and they, they go to senior, and they start over again, and they're yeah. at other family. But uh, Lauren, give us give us our listeners and our viewers on CISN uh, kind of a snapshot of your career here at Dowling. What are some of the things that stand out to you? I know you mentioned a few uh, tonight, but you got a few that you want to share with our listeners and uh, and viewers? Um, I would say our sophomore year when we made it to state. Um, that was a big game. That was beat Cedar Rapids Wash. Yeah, that was a big one for us. Oh, that's when I was stuck with Donahue over yeah, in Cedar at the, Rapids at the end of the bench. At, at, well, right by those, right by the doors at yeah. Cedar Rapids Wash, and yeah, I thought we were going to yeah. get kicked out, but we didn't. But that was a that's tremendous. Yeah. And one of the gals playing plays for uh, University of Iowa Minnesota. with Caitlin. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. Any other memories? I'm talking about oh, bus geez. rides and stuff like that. Minnesota, yeah. yeah. Minnesota. Minnesota's great every year. Minnesota. Yeah. We have so much fun there. So we go up there over Thanksgiving. That's We've done right. that probably just every year except the COVID year. Mm-hmm. Just get on a bus, head up there, spend the night, play a couple games. Yep. And come home. And come home. Yeah. Lauren, what's what's next for you? I know you've kind of left everything kind of open, you know, looking for a college. Actually, I don't know what she did. found one. Did yes, she? Yes, well, going big, to big, Kansas. Big news. Breaking news. Can you yes. break it on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN? Lauren Frick, your announcement <laughs> is? I will be attending the University of Kansas next year. Congratulations, yes. Lauren. Yeah. And are you going to participate in any extracurricular activities? Is that just going to be a student? Just a student. Okay. Yeah. I mean, their track and cross-country teams might need a little help. You've got some experience <laughs> there. I don't know. Basketball team. You know? She's leaving her options open. Yeah. She's That's knocking. You know, it's never easy after going through that with my son. And you got all these, and then all of a sudden, now it's senior year, i got to do something. No, you don't. You're still waiting, and now you did. Congratulations yeah. to you. Thank you. All right. Well, Coach, we're going to see you for another week, almost yeah. eight days again, as we uh, had the laps in the schedule and now the week off. What do you expect when you get ready for Sioux City West or Sioux City North, the winner Wednesday? You'll play them here on a Saturday, and you haven't seen either team. I know that. Yeah, in the next few days, the coaches and I will start watching film. The players will start watching film. We haven't gotten too far into that. Been still prepping for these last couple games. That's so right. We'll have enough time to watch some film and get a game plan together. But um, honestly, I don't think it'll be anything too different from what we've seen. We've seen man. We've seen zone. So big thing will just be playing solid defense and move the ball on offense, attack the basket, try to just keep things pretty simple. The success of a program. We saw it in place tonight. Yeah. And five players in double figures. You always remember that in your senior night, Lauren. Yeah. Five. You were one of the five. Yeah. Julie yeah. was too. Can't beat that. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, ladies, thank you for joining us. Best of luck tomorrow afternoon. Thank you. I know I won't be there, but my partner will because his son's in the on the boys' yeah. squad. Oh, yeah. But uh, best of luck to get teams, and I'll see you in a week against yeah. that Saturday night game against one of the Sioux City schools. Yeah. So. Thank you both for being here. Lauren, congratulations on senior year. You're making more memories, so keep it up. Appreciate that. All right, thanks, Mark. Lauren Ferricks and uh, 
Kristen Meyer, the Dowling girls basketball coach, and Lauren Ferricks, the senior. We'll take a one-minute break and be back with the second half, Dowling and Urbandale. Urbandale boys lead Dowling 23-21. Back in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Iowa Catholic Radio needs you. Whether it's assisting with events, answering the phone, distributing yard signs, or being a parish ambassador, Iowa Catholic Radio depends on you to help connect listeners with Christ. Email contact at iowacatholicradio.com to get involved. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. This is Grace Gibbons from the Basilica of St. John. Thank you for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. Hey, we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Second half underway, 23-21 and. Urbandale with the basket underneath as we resume play here in the second half. 25-21, Urbandale by four as the basket by Jack Craig, and that is his eighth point. Dowling with the ball. They saved from going out of bounds. No, they don't. Cleppy tried to, and he couldn't. Jimmy, you got to look at some of the first half numbers we get started here in the second half. Maroons only shot six field goals for the entire first half. They went three for six. Four of nine from the threes. Nine total rebounds. But where their possessions are getting caught up was 11 turnovers. 11 turnovers for the Maroons. For Urbandale Jayhawks, 6 of 11 from the field, 54%. 3 of 10 from 3, 6 total rebounds, and then 6 turnovers. Uh, Urbandale went 2 for 2 from the line, and the Maroons 3 of 4. All right, Urbandale with the basketball, 20 on the shot clock. 6.45 remaining, third quarter, 25-21 Jayhawks. They work underneath to Garwood, and it's stolen away by Coppola. Joey with it. Dowling won the first meeting between the two teams, 49-39, back on January 3rd. Now Urbandale forces the turnover, and they pick it up. Dribbling in the front court is Hardison. Cooper with it. Dribbles left side, kicks it back out to Lang for three. Up, good. Bryce Lang with his first three points of the night. And his 21st three of the year. It's 28-21. Urbandale by seven, their largest lead of the night. No rotation by the Maroons. Just not getting out to the shooters. Having to collapse on the dribble drive. A lot of what they've had issues with in the Waukee Northwest game Tuesday night. We'll see some of the keys that we talked about in the pregame. Turnovers were one of them. And Maroons executed. Now a nice pass by Metten underneath to, was it Sheck? Uh, Joey Coppola. Coppola shoots and scores. Coppola with his fifth point. And it's 28-23, Urbandale by five. We'll run down the scoring here when we get a break. Jayhawks have Hardison in there on the baseline. Over Morrow, well defended by Drew, and a shot up and good. Cooper Hardison with his first field goal and his fourth point. Jayhawks with a turnover. Dowling starting to add those up. Here's Hardison with it. Up top it goes, and a dribble handoff to Ecker, or Eker, rather. Now over to Lang. Top of the key to Craig. 20 on the shot clock. Urbandale rotates the ball down and knocked out of bounds. The pass for Craig as Colin Clark checks in for the Maroons. Dowling was led by Drew Marles. Eight points at halftime. 
Three points for Joey Capola, who now has five. Two points for Riddick Metten. Two points for Dante Cataldo. Two points for Davis Sheck. Jack Odie with three points. Uh, Urbandale with another basket. They work it inside and shoots and scores. And a timeout on the floor by Dowling Catholic as Urbandale opens up a nine-point lead. That last basket by Tommy Salmon. Just, again, the Maroons getting caught, you know, looking looking around for the ball and losing their guy in the offensive uh, possession. Uh, they just got to figure that out here at this timeout. Nine-point lead for Urbandale. Five minutes remaining third quarter. Back in one minute Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from businesses and organizations who share in the mission of connecting listeners to Christ while connecting you to their products and services they provide. To learn more and support the businesses and organizations who support the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, visit iowacatholicradio.com to view our business sponsors. If you'd like more information on how your business or organization can become a business sponsor, contact Deacon Mark, 515-223-1150, 515-223-1150. Back here at the Dowling Gym, Maroons take their first timeout of the night. Both teams with four timeouts remaining. 32-23, Jayhawks with their largest lead of nine. And now Dowling works the ball inside and shoots and scores. And I believe that was Metten that got loose. Metten by a nice assist from Colin Clark. Uh, getting the feed in the middle of the lane and then finding Clark, uh, Metten uh, working his way around the block and finishing at the basket. Well, Maroons got some work to do here to, to get back in it. Metton with uh, four points. Now Dallin the other way, and a shot up and good by Sheck. The basket will count. Foul on Urbandale. So Davis Sheck with his fourth point, and a foul on Urbandale, and that will be on Tommy Salmon, his first. And it's 32-27, so that nine-point lead whittled down to five. And Sheck with an opportunity for an and one, and misses the free throw. Mm. Rebound to Urbandale. 4.15 remaining here in the third quarter. Urbandale 32, Dowling 27 on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN as we simulcast the final Friday night of girls and boys doubleheader basketball in the Central Iowa Metro League. And now a near steal and finally a steal. Clark with the steal. Down court to Coppola. He goes up, shoots and scores over Grant Eaker. Joey Coppola. Coach Tilking's looking for for some body on that as, uh, as Joey does a nice job, you know, controlling his body and getting some contact, but just didn't get the call, but finishes the two-point shot. Now we can keep it here. 30-second timeout called by Urbandale. 32-29. Jayhawks by three. Mark Amadale, Jimmy Cataldo, and uh, Coach, I told him I'd, I'd kind of run through the scoring, so let me do that for Urbandale in the first half. Well, let's just total up their scoring. Jack Craig with eight points. Grand Eaker with six points. Six points for Cole Gardwood. Three points for Brevin Phillips. Two points for Tommy Salmon off the bench for the Jayhawks. Cooper Hardison with four points and Bryce Lang with three for Dowling. With seven points is Joey Coppola. Drew Morrow with eight points at halftime. Four points for Riddick Metten. 
And let's see, Dante Cataldo with two points, Davis Sheck with four. And we mentioned Coppola with seven, 32-29. And now Urbandale out of the timeout. They have three left, both teams with a foul each here in the second half. Maroons stay man-to-man, -man. and Jimmy, if I'm not mistaken, the Maroons have not went to zone. They, they have not. You saw Urbandale work at one time on, on, on an early possession in the second half. But Now Garwood gets loose. And he was matched up with Sheck, and he shoots the scores over Davis. And Cole Garwood with his eighth point. So it's 34-29, Jayhawks by four. Underneath is Metten, a head fake against Garwood. Can't get off the shot. Gets it out to Colin Clark. 20 on the shot clock. Urbandale fans want three seconds, can't get it. Here's Clark. Underneath the mat and layup, good. Nice pass by Colin Clark. He got it right around Garwood. Tremendous job by Colin Clark. Has really got really frustrated on that lower block, not trying to get the position that he wanted with Garwood, but uh, got the ball out. They found him later in the possession, but great look by Colin Clark. Jayhawks with the basketball. This is Jack Craig with it. It's Craig Lang who has it now. Lang in the lane, back to Craig. Corner three by Jack, up and good. Jack Craig with the second three tonight. Actually, his third three of the night. Maroons are just rotating the wrong guy. They're leaving the dribble drive kick out guy open as, as, as on that time Colin came down to help where he has to stick down with this guy and hope to get help from the backside. Dowling underneath and a shot up off the glass. Good by Joey Coppola, who has six of his nine points here in just the both, second half. I think both, both coaches are frustrated on the lack of calls that they're getting. But again, they've called it the same way both ways. I think the body contact is consistent with both teams. It's there. The fouls are there. But both teams are not getting that call. So good, consistent job by the officials so far. Hey, you got to play through the contact, as you're always taught. Now Urbandale with the ball, 10 on the shot clock, and we got a whistle and a, a foul underneath, apparently, on Dowling. And they're going to whistle it on Colin Clark, who was trying to plead his case. Into the Urbandale lineup, number 35, Brevin Phillips, who comes in with three points. Metten and Sheck will check out. Cataldo. And Nianji checking in for Dowling. You know, right now, the, the, the Maroons look very defensive heavy with this lineup. Got to find some scoring out of Drew Morrow, Joey Coppola. Hope to get something with Nianji and something out of uh, Dante and Collin in their offensive sets. And the zone now. Oh, not yet. Showed zone, and now Maroons back to man-to-man. -man. Minute 20 remaining, third quarter. Urbandale 37, Dowling 33 on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Here's Phillips dribbling baseline. Has a shot block, blocked by... Clark and Phillips picks it up and lays it in. Tough break for the Maroons and Brevin Phillips with his fifth point. Ball was loose and just uh, just didn't fall right into the hands of the Maroons, but Brevin Phillips getting the ball and, and, and going hard to the basket to complete it. 39-33, Urbandale by six. Final minute of the third quarter. Dowling with the ball. Catch and shoot by Coppola. It's no good, but he gets his own rebound. Leaves it for Nianji and he can't handle the pass. Now tomorrow. Drew dribbles in the lane, now gets to Nianji, and he can't handle the pass. Stolen away by Urbandale. Here's Craig with it down the lane, layup good. Jack Craig took the ball to the hole, and he's got seven of his 13 points here in the third quarter, 41-33. Just like that, the, the lead extends to eight 
uh, for Urbandale. Maroons just struggling to find a little bit of offense here. Dowling will hold for the final shot. Shot clock turned off. 15 seconds on the game clock. Urbandale will go man. Here's a ball screen by Nianji Capola with it. Down the lane he goes. Shot blocked by Garwood and a foul on Garwood. That'll be with the body. And Capola hits the deck. So Cole with his second, Cole Garwood rather with his second foul and uh, Capola hit the floor pretty good. Remember he missed some games early in the year with the back injury. Davis Sheck set the check in for Dowling Catholic here. Jimmy, yeah, I get you know, two big points here. You know, hopefully cut it down with five seconds or just under five seconds. Herberdale has a chance to get a nice shot off here in, in this in this quarter. Capola misses the first free throw. Tonight's game in Iowa Catholic Raider brought to you in part by Mercy One, Skeptics Formal Wear, and Catholic Tuition Organization. Both free throws no good by Capola. Rebound Urbandale. Here's a half-court shot by Brevin Phillips at the horn. It's no good, and we've come to the end of the third quarter with the score. Urbandale 41, Dowling 33, alongside Jimmy Cattaddle and Mark Amadale will return to the fourth quarter here at the Dowling Gym and Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. I'm Bishop William Johnson of the Diocese of Des Moines. If you feel called to be of greater service to the church, to sow God's spirit among his people, check out our information meetings and get an application for the next formation group for the permanent diaconate. If God might be calling you to this vocation, be not afraid. Now is the time to apply. Email vocations at dmdiocese.org for details. That's vocations at dmdiocese.org. This message is brought to you from the Diocese of Des Moines. Hi, this is Matt Wilkham from Iowa Catholic Radio with another testimonial, this time from Whitney, who says, When I started listening to Iowa Catholic Radio, I started hearing about all of the different resources. It was amazing, and it opened up the state and the community. For Whitney and so many others, Iowa Catholic Radio is truly a lifeline. Our on-air fundraiser starts February 27th, but you don't have to wait to give. Donate now at iowacatholicradio.com. Thank you. Welcome back to the Dowling Gym. Mark Amadil, Jimmy Cataldo here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Start of the fourth quarter. Dowling with the basketball, trailing 41-33 to the Jayhawks. Second time these two teams have met this year. Dowling with the ball first. Met and shot the left hand, no good in the first offensive possession of the fourth quarter. Rebound Urbandale. Jayhawks going right to left towards the south basket here at Dowling, wearing their road blue uniforms, red numbers, and white and red trim. Dowling in their home white uniforms with maroon numbers and letters and trim. I think down eight points, uh, the Maroons with, with uh, seven minutes in the game. Got to take their chances a little bit. They're just sitting on two team fouls. Now Hardison on the baseline, and he shoots and scores. A lot of credit to Urbandale, the way they're shooting the ball tonight. Getting some good looks, good shots, but they are hitting some of their contested ones, and hence forcing a ten-point lead here. Uh, whistling a foul on Urbandale. 
And they're gonna get Brevin Phillips for the foul. That should be his first. Thirteen foul. Maroon's gonna find a big possession here down ten. And Dowling with two team fouls. You mentioned Urbandale with three. As we're under seven minutes to play. Cataldo pass over to Metten for three. It's no good. Ball slapped around. Garwood comes away with it. Bodies hit the floor. And the Jayhawks now in the front court. Grant Eaker with it to Brevin Phillips. Now to Jack Craig. Also in there for Urbandale. Grant Eaker. And Cole Garwood. This is Phillips down the lane. He shot up and good. Odie had him, but he couldn't stay with him. And Phillips now with four of his seven points here in the second half. Just the inability to stop the dribble drive. And saw that against Northwest, as I mentioned on Tuesday. And seen it again tonight. The dribble drive is really hurting the, the Maroons. This will be a 30-second timeout. We will keep it here. Mark Amadale, Jimmy Cataldo. Game one on Iowa Catholic Radio. The Dowling Girls a winner tonight. Fourth-ranked Maroons defeated Urbandale 66-22 to win their 13th in a row, and their record now is 16-4. And Dowling now trying to prevent Urbandale from splitting the boys' contest uh, this year. Dowling winning the first game 49-39 at the Urbandale Gym. The Maroons have won four or five matchups with uh, the Jayhawks, but Urbandale in control right now by uh, a 12-point lead. This is their largest lead of the night, Jim. You, you, you look at how things are going and, and, and just you know where the, where the Maroons are getting hurt on the defensive side, and you just haven't seen any zone out of them yet tonight. And you know, Urbandale just shooting just over 29% on the year as a team from the three-point arc. Uh, you know, having the Maroons go a little bit of zone made to force them some, some three-point shots and bad shots. All right, Dowling with the basketball coming out of the uh, timeout and a whistle and a foul on the Jayhawks, and that's what's starting to be in Dowling's favor, the fouls. Third foul on Cole Garwood. Fourteen foul on the Jayhawks. Maroons will inbound the ball. Odie throws it in tomorrow. They reverse it to Metten. Now to Sheck. Davis with it. Looking inside. Now to Metten. Riddick in the lane. Spins. Guarded by Garwood. Pass underneath. And it's stolen away by Garwood. The pass to Cataldo. So Dante had the ball stripped from him. And Urbandale with the ball. We're under six minutes to play. As Coppola set the check in. On the next dead ball for Dowling. Here's Craig with it. Guarded by Morrow. 45-33. Urbandale by 12. Here in this CIML boys contest. Runs are staying in man throughout the possession. Eight on the shot clock. Long three. Up off the back iron. No good. And a loose ball foul on Urbandale as Morrow hit the deck. And Garwood gets called for his fourth foul. Lucky break for the Maroons there as that ball was being kicked out uh, uh, out to uh, out to Jack Craig on, 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 the, uh, on the long rebound. And Maroons got lucky to get a a blockout foul. So it'll be Dowling possession. They dribbled across the timeline left to right as you watch it on CISN and left to right in front of us on Iowa Catholic Radio. Here is Check with it. Now he picks up his dribble. Gets it out to Odie. Jack with it. Looking to penetrate. A little Euro step. They're going to call a whistle and a foul. And before the shot, foul on Urbandale, and that'll be their 16 foul. And that will be on Brevin Phillips, his second. You know, both both possessions, last two possessions, Maroons are really just trying to take that one-on-one game and just not finding a clear shot into the basket. 
A lot of credit to the defense Urbanell's playing tonight. Dowling underneath, and Metton shoots and scores. Riddick gets loose, and he went right up over Brevin Phillips, the 6'5 center, and a sophomore in for the, uh, or junior rather, for the Jayhawks. Under five minutes to play, Urbandale by 10, 45-35 over Dowling. Warren's going to find their stops and, uh, you know, look for block out rebounds and uh, don't give up anything, anything easy, contest all. Phillips for three, it's up and no good, and Metten with the foul. Didn't allow Phillips to come down in his space. And three free throws for Phillips. And Metten with his second foul, and that is just not a good sign That's for just, the Maroons. It's, it's, it's the shot you wanted, and, you know, Riddick getting just a little bit of body uh, on Brevin, not allowing him to come down. And... So Phillips at the line, Brevin's first free throw, in and out, no good. Tonight's game in Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, and the Ashworth Vision Clinic. Second free throw by Phillips. No good. Other games tonight, the CIML. Valley is at Ankeny. That game is also on CISN. Southeast Polk at Johnston. Ankeny Centennial at Waukee Northwest. And Waukee girls and boys have a bye and the night off and maybe out doing a little scouting amongst the coaches. Third free throw by Phillips. In and out, no good. Missed all three. Rebound, Metten and Dowling. The Maroons catch a break Not there. A big break out of that. Missing all three free throws. The Maroons get an open possession. Now a pushing foul on Urbandale. They're going to get Lang for the foul. And that'll be his first. And that'll be a one and one, I believe. 17 that, foul. That one riled up the crowd a little bit. <laughs> Uh, but it, I, it, it looks very, it looked very obviously on the, on the push off. You know, Davis a little out of control, but yet combination of both, I would I would say. Checks free throw, good in front of a one and one. Davis a 67% free throw shooter, has four points, make that five points tonight. All fouls from here on out. The Maroons will go to the line, and the second free throw, good. So the Maroons might make up some of that difference at the line. They were three of seven at the line. Now five of nine, 45-37. Urbandale breaks the press underneath. And Metten with the foul and Lang to the free throw line. Well, you know, Riddick did about everything you're supposed to do except for swatting down on the ball. You know, had a great, uh, you know, contesting of the shot. And, you know, he got caught up swatting down on the ball, and the officials are going to call that most times. And a nice job by Urbandale breaking the press there, Jimmy. They went diagonal pass all the way down. And he did the kick out to Lang, and he's got the free throw line. First free throw, no good. Jayhawks have missed their last four free throws. Haven't made one here in the second half. They're 0 for 4. Lang's second one, no good, 0 for 5. Incredible break by the Maroons here on so. Jayhawks were 2 for 2 at the line in the first half, and now they're 0 for 5. Long three, no good by Dowling. Rebound, Urbandale and Eaker. That's a, kind of the possession that you, you kind of nips it a little bit because nobody's there to rebound. And now Phillips has the ball thrown away by Capola. Layup by Check is good. Davis Check, and all of a sudden the Maroons have cut it to six, 45-39. Now a near steal by by Drew Morrow, <laughs> trying right, to plead his cause. Real close to, to, to going out on uh, on Hardison on that and. 
And a timeout called by Irvindale. They want to get a set play and they want a full timeout. We'll take it with them. Stay tuned, folks. Exciting game. 45-39. Irvindale leads Dowling. The Jayhawk 12-point lead. Now down to six with 348 left to go fourth quarter on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Weekdays at 1 p.m., it's Dr. David Anders with Call to Communion. It's a live call-in show for non-Catholics and fallen away Catholics. Call to Communion on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Connecting listeners with Christ. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Kelly Franton from St. Joseph Catholic Church in Des Moines. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. Listener-supported Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM KWKY, Des Moines, 94.5 FM K233BT, Des Moines, 88.5 FM KIHS, Adel, online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com. And we are back here at Dowling and a backdoor cut by Lang. Layup is good. So Irvindale 0 for 5 at the free throw line. But they found that backdoor cut off the timeout. And it's 47-39. Jayhawks lead over Dowling. 3.20 left to go here in the fourth quarter. Check for three for the Maroons. Up and no good. And the rebound, Irvindale and Jack Craig. Maroons are just taking some tough shots. You'd hope they'd go, they'd go down, but they're just not. And, you know, credit to Irvindale finding some back cuts in their, in their open offense. Maroons playing a lot of chasing defense. You know, like, Sometimes you got to chase and to take away good shots, but sometimes you want to let people go to create bad shots, and they're not really allowing Urbandale to create bad shots for themselves. Drew Morrow picking up the foul as he commits the foul on Cooper Hardison. Helps Cooper up. That'll be the 15th foul on Dowling, 7 on Urbandale. So every Urbandale foul will result in a 1-1 one one bonus for Dowling. Maroons have a couple fouls to give. Jayhawks work the ball underneath. It tips off the hands of Garwood, but into the hands of Craig, and his shot up and no good. He drew the foul, and he'll go to the free throw line for the Jayhawks. Foul on Dowling on Riddick Metten, and that is his fourth. Riddick's doing everything he can to keep Cole Garwood off, off the boards, and, uh, and hence he's, he's just uh, a lot of credit to, to Garwood using his strength, his lower body to really power Riddick around the hoop. First free throw, no good. Craig at the line, he has 13 points, leads, leading scorer for Urbandale. Jayhawks now have missed six straight free throws after going two for two in the first half, 0 for six in the second half, Jimmy. Yeah, and Urbandale's <laughs> not a, a terribly bad free throw shooting team, just shooting under 70% on the year. There they go. Second free throw good, 14 points now for Craig. And the Urbandale lead is nine, 48-39 over Dowling. Maroon's with it, left to right in front of us. Here's Clark with it out to Sheck for three. It's no good. And a rebound, Herbdale. Cold shooting for Dowling. Settling for jumpers. Really nothing working anything around the basket to attack. And 
Selling for the kickout shots and just not going down for the Maroons tonight. Now Lang is fouled at half court. I believe it was Sheck or Capola. They're going to get Sheck for the foul. That's his second. And that's a 17th foul on Dowling. So one and one. Both teams with 17 fouls. 2.25 to go here in the fourth quarter. Timeouts left. Dowling with three and Urbandale with two. Lang to the line. Free throw. No good. Rebound Urbandale. And the shot put up and good by Craig. The basket will count the foul on Dowling. That's a tough break for the Maroons. Craig with his 16th point. And the foul will be on Coppola, his first. Not sure what happened on, on you know, have a nice replay, but don't have it right now. But to see what happened there at the offensive rebound. But great job by Craig fighting for the rebound. And then Joey Coppola just losing his balance and giving up a... Free throw, no good. Rebound, Metten and Dowling. 50 to 39. Urbandale by 11. Dowling with the ball. Here's Metten with it. Riddick, guilty of the travel. Just out of control and just not really having a, a purposeful movement around their offense. I think the Maroons have a little bit of a panic situation and they got to settle this down and do the best they can just to find open shots and create. Attacking the basket. We'll take a one-minute break on Iowa Catholic Radio and, and Central Iowa Sports Network. Our score, Urbandale 50, Dowling 39, 2-12 left to go in the fourth quarter. Back after these messages. Weekdays at 5 p.m., it's Catholic Answers, a live call-in program to offer Catholics and non-Catholics a chance to talk with world-class apologists and theologians. Catholic Answers, live on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, connecting listeners with Christ. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742, DesMoines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. This is Marilyn Lane, and my parish is Sacred Heart in West Des Moines. Thank you for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym following the backcourt as Urbandale inbounds the ball. And going to the line will be the Jayhawks. Foul on Dowling will be on Joey Coppola, his second. 19 foul on the Maroons. 2.07 to go fourth quarter and a one and one for Grant Eaker. Probably the one guy that you, you, you hope not to foul. You know, Grant Eaker is, is sitting at uh, 70% on the year in free throws. And he makes the first free throw. That is his first point. Points of the second half. He had six points at halftime. Eaker leading score averages 11 points a game, and he makes both there. He has eight points. Urbandale 52, Dowling 39. 13-point lead for the Jayhawks is their largest of the night, Jimmy. Moon's got some work, and now a turnover against the Maroons. Some one done on the three-point shot. Foul in the backcourt as Colin Clark will foul Eaker, and he'll go back to the free-throw line, and that'll be... The 10th team foul, so Jayhawks in the double bonus. Up next for Hoover, they will play next week on Thursday night against Hoover in the Battle of Aurora Avenue at the Urbandale Gym 
this coming Thursday as Eaker's first free throw is good. So Jayhawks, after missing six in a row, have now made three in a row at the free throw line. Second one on the way. Good. Eaker, four for four at the line, now in double figures. He has 10 points, 54-39, Urbandale. Dowling with the ball. Here's Metten with it. Gets it over to Sheck Davis. Urbandale stays man-to-man. In the corner goes to Coppola. Head fake and a three-point shot. No good. Rebound Garwood and Urbandale. It's not going down tonight for the Maroons. And we've got a kickball in the backcourt against Dowling. Maroons have Coppola, Sheck, Morrow, the three guards, with Colin Clark and Riddick Metten. There's Eaker with it in the backcourt. Gets it to Lang. Across the timeline it goes to Cooper Hardison. Over to Craig. Rooms are going to try to double-team the ball. They get it to Eaker. The ball kicked out of bounds by Dowling. And Colin Clark with a minute 15 to play. You look at, you look at the bounce scoring that Urbandale had tonight. Jack Craig had a nice, nice scoring night, 16 points. Uh, whistle in the backcourt foul, or rather a foul on Coppola. That's his third, and two free throws coming for the Jayhawks, and Eaker back to the line. Grant Eaker has mostly been held in check. He's he's had a very quiet double figure, 10 points. Three field goals, and now five for five at the free throw lines. The first one is good. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio, brought to you in part by Ashworth. Family Vision Clinic, construction professionals and dental associates. Second free throw good. <laughs> Eaker. Jayhawks started 0 for 6. Now they're 6 for 6 at yeah. the end of the line. It's all, all thanks to Eaker shooting free throws. All evens out at the end. 56-39. Now a long three. No good by Coppola. And a rebound Urbandale. And that'll probably do it. 56-39 Urbandale. Minute to play. And, Jimmy, when we uh, the game ends, we're going to do a quick wrap-up on the TV side and send them off. So we'll wrap up as quickly as we can with yep. statistics as we have them. And then uh, we'll the post-game. Polo picks up the foul as Urbandale puts it inside. And back to the free-throw line. You look, you look at you know, some, of the, some of the fourth quarter. You, you know, Drew Morrow went really quiet in the fourth quarter, really struggled to find the ball in his hands. And... A little credit to that to Urbandale, but again, I think the Dowling offense just got a little sporadic and a little hectic here in the in the fourth quarter, and just took the ball out of a lot of a lot of hands and settled for a lot of three point shots that just did not fall tonight. Kevin Dillon checking into the Urbandale lineup, number twenty three and number ten, Drew Hamilton in there. Hamilton, a six one senior, Dillon a six two senior. Free throw, good by Hardison. He now has eight points. 47 seconds remaining. A long three by Morrow is good. Drew with his first points of the second half now in double figures with 11. And it's 58-42 Urbandale. So the two teams are going to split the regular season series, both winning on each other's home court. Dowling with the win. 10-point win at Urbandale back on January 3rd. And tonight it'll be Urbandale. 17 on the shot clock, 20 on the game clock. And Jayhawks are just going to take an intentional shot clock violation it looks like and hand it over to uh, the Maroons we'll see here's Eaker with it and he will launch the three no good Dowling with the ball and that'll do it 58-42 the final 
Urbandale with the win over Dowling Catholic. And congratulations to head coach John Smiths and the Urbandale Jayhawks. They improved their record to eight wins and 13 losses. Dowling will fall to eight and ten. Tomorrow afternoon, Dowling travels to Ames for a girl-boy doubleheader beginning at 12.30 for the girls' game and 2 o'clock for the boys' game in Ames. And as we mentioned for Urbandale, they'll wrap up the regular season with the Battle of Aurora Avenue on Thursday as they'll take on Des Moines Hoover at 7 o'clock. Let's wrap up our try to wrap up the scoring before the TV side goes away. So uh, for Urbandale, they were led by Jack Craig's 16 points. Grant Eaker finished with 10. And for Dowling Catholic, Drew Morrow finishing with 11 points was alone maroon in double figures. And nine points for Joey Coppola as the Urbandale Jayhawks defeat Dowling 58-42 in the boys' contest. And we'll wrap up our coverage here on the TV side, so we'll say so long to the folks at CISN, we appreciate uh, the work that Pete Tarpey and the crew do, did tonight. Jose Guzman, our TV producer, and Aaron Bandy, one of the camera operators. This is Mark Amadale, and uh, we'll take a break on both radio and TV. Again, the final score of both games. In the boys' game, Urbandale 58, Dowling 42. And in the girls' contest, it was Dowling Catholic 66, Urbandale 22. The Dowling girls now the record of 16 and 4 and have won 13. Thanks for watching on on CISN and for Iowa Catholic Radio. We'll return after this two-minute break on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. This is a Young Catholic Minute. Why does a loving God make us suffer? Okay, Adam and Eve, behind door number one, perfect happiness. Door number two, something else. Oh, we'll take door number two. Ooh, bad choice, Adam and Eve. Behind door number two is not perfect happiness, which means that suffering, death, illness, and trans fat enter the world. The point is, God doesn't want us to suffer, and he doesn't make us suffer. We choose suffering anytime we turn away from him and his plan, which, unfortunately, is a lot. And sometimes we suffer just because we live in the fallen world that Adam and Eve chose for us. But even out of suffering, God brings good by allowing us to choose him again. If God were to say, hey there, everything will be just dandy if you follow me, are we really choosing God because we love him? Or could the dandyhood factor be tipping the scales a bit? We can be sure we're truly following God when we choose to follow him even through suffering, not just when it's easy. For more, go to youtube.com slash youngcatholic. Monday through Friday at 3 p.m., it's Cresta in the Afternoon. Speaker and author Al Cresta looks at life through the lens of Scripture and the teaching of the Catholic Church, providing conversation about the things that matter most. Cresta in the Afternoon on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. My name is Karen Quiner from Holy Trinity Catholic Parish in Des Moines, Iowa. Thank you for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio.
And we're back here at the Dowling Gym postgame show here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Mark Amadale, Jimmy Cataldo, final score in the boys' contest, 58-42. Urbandale with the win here at the Dowling Gym on senior night. So Urbandale and Dowling split the regular season series, both winning on each other's home courts. Dowling winning 49-39 back on January 3rd. And uh, Jimmy, are you, uh, you got the the totals. Uh, the, all, all tonight's game is all into the numbers that you have. So uh, just keep that yeah. in mind. So tail the tape for the for the Maroons. Uh, didn't have just a bad shooting night from inside the three point. They went eleven of eighteen for sixty one percent, but just couldn't find a bucket from the three point arc. And that's been somewhat of a of a, of a similar story uh, for the Maroons this year. Went five of twenty from the three point arc, twenty five percent, sixteen total rebounds, and sixteen turnovers. Really limited here in the second half, but turnovers really came back to bite them. For Urbandale, sixteen of twenty three from the field, uh, and went five of sixteen from the three point arc, thirty one percent, seventeen rebounds, and just ten turnovers. Uh, got to tally up the free throw line, free throws. But you look at you look at the, the tail of, the, of, of what happened here, at least in the second half. It's just the Maroons just didn't find. You know some high percentage buckets. They 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 settled early in possessions for the three point shot that was not falling down for them. Really did not have any cohesiveness, oftentimes throughout their offense, and and just found themselves taking just some bad shots. And when the shots went up early, there was nobody there really to rebound. So it just it just all added up for the Maroons tonight. Looked a looked a really sporadic. You know you could say maybe senior night was a distraction for them, but they certainly looked distracted tonight. Uh, as, as really just nobody uh, had a really hot shooting night for the Maroons. But Urbandale, give a lot of credit to them. I thought they really took it to the Maroons. They were the more aggressive team, both offensively and defensively. Took advantage of some of the size that they had down low with Cole Garwood. Uh, but Jack Craig hit some shots tonight and uh, and, and pushed out to a, to a to a double-digit win tonight. And you break it down by quarters, uh, Jimmy, exactly what you said. Uh, Urbandale outscored Dowling gradually every quarter except the second. Jayhawks got out to a 16-13 first quarter lead. Dowling outscored Urbandale 8-7 in the second quarter. So it was a two-point lead at halftime for Urbandale. Jayhawks outscored Dowling 18-12 in the third quarter. 41-33 the score. Urbandale leading going into the fourth quarter. And the Jayhawks outscored Dowling 17-9 in the fourth quarter to win it 58-22 in this boys' contest. So Dowling held to 21 points in the second half after Urbandale scored 35 in the second half. So... A big, uh, a big, you know, a tough loss, especially at home. And you know, when you can't, def- if you, when you can't defend, and your shot's not going down, it makes a real long night. And then we, we mentioned the turnover battle, which you talked about, the turnovers tonight, and uh, that didn't help either when you're you're trying to come back. Uh, it, it it didn't, and and the the possessions, and the shots early in the possessions for the Maroons really killed them. I mean, when you looked out there, at times the Maroons looked like five individual players on the court instead of five teammates. And, you know, sometimes you got to call it what it is, and that's what you see. And so the Maroons just got to really look at this tape and figure out what is the purpose movements that we are showing here. Are we working to get yourself open, but are you working to get somebody else open in your movements? And oftentimes you, you didn't see that. Uh, they, they, they got the ball in low, but then they looked for the kick out. That just was not going down for the Maroons tonight. Uh, just had a tough time in, in, in the shooting. And and uh, and, and then you, you come to a to a game that, in, in, in my opinion, you really needed to get on your resume for the postseason. Uh, you know, the, the, this, this becomes one of those losses that can push you from a potential 2-3 seed, likely a 3, to likely more of a 4 seed sure. going into the postseason. And we'll see that as the, uh, the boys in Classes 3 and 4A will get their – uh, seating and assignments this coming Monday 
For the Maroons, up next, they travel to Ames. We mentioned all night, Dowling at Ames tomorrow for a girl-boy doubleheader, non-conference game up at uh, Ames High School. Brand-new high school, brand-new gym, named after Harrison Barnes. And you're, you're not going to text. Uh, yeah, don't yeah, don't you know, be, don't you know, be texting. You know, Freddie Hoiberg's not giving up money to Ames. I mean, they're naming the gym at Ames the Harrison Barnes gym. So, yeah, I, we may have to send a text to, it, to Fred. It's kind of what happened. Isn't he prepping for a Big Ten game with Nebraska tomorrow, and you're going to send him that text? Well, I mean, I can't believe you do that, Jimmy. He may say, look, I'm, I'm a Big Ten head coach, and then Harrison Barnes is an NBA you know, star right now. Right. I, I, think, I think the paycheck's a little bit higher in the Harrison Barnes world. but. <laughs> All right, well, for uh, Urbandale with the win, uh, they've now won three of their last uh, four contests. Uh, they went in their record now 8-13 and 13 on the season. And, again, they will wrap up their regular season this Thursday uh, at home against Des Moines Hoover, 7 o'clock start in the Battle of Aurora Avenue, as it used to be called, Hoover and Urbandale, back when they were in the same conference. For Dowling, the Maroons' uh, record now falls to 8-10 and 10 in boys' play. Uh, with the loss tonight, the Maroons had won 4 of 5 against Urbandale, but that all takes a... A direct hit after the Jayhawks now split the season series. And, of course, both teams waiting for their postseason assignments. And, Jimmy, our next broadcast uh, will be Thursday night. Dowling hosting Norwalk, 7th-ranked Norwalk, Class 4A game right here at the Dowling Gym. But in the meantime, the Maroons play at Ames tomorrow and then Tuesday at Des Moines-Lincoln. I know you'll be uh, on the road watching that. We'll have no radio for both of those, but uh, we'll see you next Thursday. It'll be our next broadcast, sir. Yeah, that's what turns around. You, You have to... Look at this game, and by the time you walk out of this building, you got to forget about it because yep. you have an Ames team that's a pretty good, good defending team uh, tomorrow. And it's it, the, the the game times have moved up uh, to around two o'clock for the varsity boys. I think there's a girls game before twelve thirty. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you just get, you, you got to flush it, and, and you got to hope you come back tomorrow and you find a little bit you know better uh, uh, you know team that shows up. Somebody you know, knowing that your roles and knowing what what you're doing to your offense or your defense. And in, in, you try to come away with the win at Ames because if that one goes on your resume, then I think this it does a big uh, justice for what happened here tonight. All right, let's take a look at the uh, scoring tonight, and then we'll uh, wrap things up here at the uh, Dowling Gym. Our thanks to everybody involved, of course. And uh, we'll start with the uh, visitors from Urbandale. They were led by Jack Craig with 16 points, followed by Grant Eaker with 10 points tonight. Eight points each for Car- Cooper Hardison and Cole Garwood. Five points for Bryce Lang and Tommy Salmon off the bench with two points. The Jayhawks went uh, 11 of 18 at the free throw line. They were just 9 of 16 in the fourth quarter at the line, but they finished 11 for 18 at the line tonight. For Dowling Catholic, the Maroons had one player in double figures. That was Drew Morrow with 11 points on senior night. Nine points for Joey Coppola. Eight points for Davis Sheck. And round out scoring for the Maroons, six points for Riddick Metten. Andrew Nianji did not score. And rounding out scoring, Dante Cataldo with two points. Colin Clark with two points. Three points for Jack Odie and one point for Ryan Kleppe as the Maroons went five of nine at the free throw line unofficially. So that'll wrap things up from the Dowling Gym on senior night. Kind of a bittersweet game. The Dowling girls a winner tonight in game one. 66-22 to run their winning streak to 13 in a row. 16-4 overall in the Dowling boys losing 58-42. And, uh, Jim, any final comments before we talk to you next Thursday and uh, keep us updated about tomorrow and uh, Tuesday's games when we get back on the air Thursday? Yeah, certainly. You know, next next Thursday, Norwalk, uh, you know, a town that I know fairly well and uh, looking forward to calling that game. But uh, but the Maroons have some good good opponents here to finish out the year. 
you know, you try to get some momentum as you carry into the playoffs, and you got some winnable games, in the, but you got some, some games that are going to be very, very hard hard to, uh, to, to, to play. So it's going to be very interesting to see how the Maroons bounce back with this game tomorrow and then, uh, and then see how they do next week with Lincoln and Norwalk. Jimmy, thanks for all you uh, do. And, uh, of course, best of luck on Saturday. Have a safe trip to Ames, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. All right, Jimmy Cataldo, my broadcast partner. That'll wrap things up from the Dowling Gym tonight on Maroon Senior Night. want to thank our sponsors, Ashworth Vision Clinic, along with Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Mercy One, Catholic Tuition Organization, and Skeffington's Formal Wear. Our thanks also to the Urbandale girls and boys basketball coaches, Greg Criswell, the girls coach, and John Smith, the boys coach. Their athletic director, who's moving on this summer, and that's Dr. Bill Watson, Andrew Olson, Adam Freyer, uh, the athletic office. We appreciate all they do uh, to help us with our broadcast, of course, at Dowling. Uh, athletic director Tom Wilson, Colleen Webb, and Jared Herring, and all the folks behind the scenes that uh, made Senior Night very memorable for the Dowling girls and boys basketball teams. Our next broadcast, as we mentioned, will be next Thursday, February 16th. It'll be a boys-only game. Seventh-ranked Norwalk at Dowling Catholic. Pre-game 6:15. Tip-off at 6:30 from here at the Dowling Gym. So for my broadcast partners tonight, Scott Babinet and Jimmy Cataldo, I'm Mark Amadell saying thanks and so long. Our thanks to Jennifer Phelps, our studio producer, and we'll be back next week from all of us here on the Iowa Catholic Radio. Final time, the final scores. Girls game, Dowling 66-22 to 22 over Urbandale. And the boys contest, Urbandale 58, Dowling 42. And we'll talk to you next week. Until then, have a safe and blessed faith-filled weekend. Our coverage of Dowling Catholic Sports is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Mercy One, and Skeffington's Formaware. Thank you for supporting the businesses that underwrite Iowa Catholic Radio. The proceeding has been a Dowling Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio.